All right, coronavirus, summertime. Your time is up, baby. It's time for the uh, Chick Foley Show. Welcome into the program. I have the lovely Sheena Phelps and Marco Denton on the line. What's up, guys? How's it going? Pretty chill, dude. I'm over here sipping on this uh, freaking peach-flavored high noon this evening. Oh, peach uh, is money. Man, I had heard a lot about it. You know, I've been si- I've been sipping on those pineapples throughout the week, uh, and then you sent me a peach and a lime, and I was saving them for a special occasion. And we have a pack show tonight, so I busted busted the top on that thing, and it did not disappoint. It's, it's nice and fresh. This is like a good good summertime drink. Like a Georgia, like a Georgia peach. What's up? It's a Georgia peach, baby. Speaking of my my personal Georgia peach, Marco Denton uh, up in Boston. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> That's a weird segue. What a segue, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I thought um, it was beautiful. I thought yeah. I thought it was very beautiful. It well, was thank a, you. Yeah. I'm a fuzzy peach. Pouring my heart out <laughs> over here. Shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, definitely same thing over here. Just uh, it's uh, it's noontime over here, so I'm uh, trying out the uh, grapefruit. Uh, oh man, high noon. So that's what we're doing over here. I told my wife put those claws away. It's noontime. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's noontime, noontime in these parts. Yeah. Phil has, has started a a movement, man. I was I was hardcore on the Miller Light wagon, you know. I got I got this uh this pregnancy over with, and I was pounding back those Miller Lights, and then Phil <laughs> comes in like, no, 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 you know, it's 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 high noon time, baby. I mailed I mailed a couple to the uh, the major brothers, uh, and they got them over the last couple of days. So hopefully they they, uh, they they sing their praises on this week's episode. But what we- if they just like totally shit on it and be like, "This is the most garbage drink oh, I've ever suck, had yeah. in my life." No. Awful, they'd be like, awful. The Chick Foley Show sent us these swill. Uh, no, they're used drinks. to they're, good, they're they're used to selling. They can sell you know they can sell anything. Um, <laughs> Speaking of selling, we got some stuff to sell here at the top of the show. Uh, a big sale going on at ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, 20% off all shirts. Like you, like I said, you can get uh, our shirts there at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Chick Foley. Uh, you can also shop uh, Matt Cardona, our buddy Brian Myers, Smart Mark Sterling, a lot of indie wrestlers who uh, could really use some support right about now. So uh, check it out. It's 20% off all shirts. they got some cool Owen Hart shirts up there now that partnered with uh, Dark Side of the Ring, Sheena. So, uh, you know, we always appreciate the support uh, for, for picking up one of our shirts and uh, rocking, uh, you know, rock, rock a Chick Foley shirt at the beach. You know, it just isn't it crazy that you have people wearing uh, your face around like uh, their hometown, Sheena? <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of crazy. Um, I have friends that don't that aren't even wrestling fans who buy my shirts just because they're like my friends and they want to support, you know. And I'm like, you're just like wearing my face around, which I think <laughs> is like su- super awesome, you know. When we when we made the logo, like you know, a year ago, I never would have thought that it was going to become like merch. And now I'm like, you know, okay, I'm down for this. But we have if you if you're not into wearing my face on your shirt, no no offense, I, I won't take any offense. We do have some other amazing logos. We have the in your house, which is my personal favorite. Love, love, love that. And then um, we have the Dare Live MOC. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got some good. We got some good stuff up there. Check out the shop. Good stuff. Uh, we will get into a, a preview of Double or Nothing uh, later on in the show. Here, we'll talk about Raw and SmackDown, and we actually have some some figure news for the first time in a little bit. But uh, we want to get some plug skis out of the way. You can follow us on social media. We we love talking to you guys and interacting with you. It's at Chick Foley Show on Twitter. And uh, Sheena runs the Instagram at Chick Foley. Uh, we appreciate uh, any follows there. You can shoot us an email at questions at, at chickfoleyshow.com. And uh, check out our Patreon, chickfoleyshow.com. Uh, it starts at a dollar per month. Uh, you get uh, weekly articles written by myself, Shane, and Marco. 
Shane just wrote one, Marco, about the history of the ladder match going back uh, and how that originated, which was a pretty cool article. I'm writing one right now about the power ranking, the top 10 fictional wrestlers slash boxers. And uh, I got some good oh. ones, man. I just, I just. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I, right? actually, I actually have one. I'm, I'm, I have an idea for one. I want to start writing it. So I want to revisit the infamous Hell in a Cell with the Fiend and Seth Rollins. Oh man! And try to try to make a case for it, like I did with Randy Orton. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try to make oh. good of it. Make oh, it a you're... good match. So, in addition to the articles we write, you get access to our Facebook page to buy, sell, and trade figures. We get uh, 160 plus people in our group that you can do that with. We do, uh, you know, giveaways all the time, unboxing videos. I do my weekly uh, food food uh, Thursday night snack down where I, I make dinner and give you guys little some cooking tips. Um, and we got our buddies, the Mad Reaper. He's going to be doing some uh, custom fig how-to videos, and our buddy Figure Kingdom. He's been doing some videos of behind the scenes on his figure photography. A uh, bunch of cool stuff. So check it out. It starts at a dollar per month. For five dollars, you get our bonus episodes. And uh, I, I kind of hinted to you guys about this earlier, but uh, I went ahead and our, uh, the website Sticker Mule uh, is the one we partner with to make stickers. I had some stickers printed up of our King of the Ring logo, and uh, that's going to be available to our Patreon tiers. Um, and um, for the five dollars and above, and um, we're not going to make you pay. We're going to send those out to you for free. I need everybody's address, so uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not. We're going to make Phil go back to the post office. I'm going to go to the post. I'm, <laughs> I'm sending these snail mail. You know, sorry, I'm going to put a little yeah. stamp on them. But uh, everybody in our Patreon tiers uh, above the one dollar is going to get one of our uh, our cool logos. We're going to try to do this from time to time as a thank you to you guys for uh, being members of the Foley family. And uh, a bunch of cool stuff. So check it out. ChickFoleyShow.com is where you can do that there. So we appreciate all your support. All that money goes right back into the show. Um, let's get into some news and notes before we get inside the squared circle here. Uh, we had a fun uh, claim sale, Sheena, the other night. It feels like it was like two months ago, but it was like Friday night, it, I think. Doesn't it feel oh like a long time ago? It, that feels like two weeks ago. No right? joke. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> when, when you said that, I was thinking like, did we not talk about that last week on the show? But right? it, it yeah, literally that's what I was like. Yeah. I was like, we can't talk about this because we just talked about this last week, but we did. We didn't. It was like the next yeah. day. And uh, Hastel, I think uh, Hastel Toys, uh, which is a great follow on Instagram, uh, we bought a bunch of stuff from him. I think he had 20 to 30 different packages, which is cool. His store is still shut down in New Jersey. Um, he, he was on Instagram Live earlier today. He's really bummed out about it, which I can understand. He's a small business owner. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you see Walmarts and Targets are open. And there's hundreds of people in there, but you can't have – you know, two people in a, in a small business, and you know it's gotten to the point where it's you know politics aside, it's just you know frustrating for some of these small businesses. But nevertheless, he sold a bunch to us. Uh, we bought some Hasbro's, and he had elites and all kinds of cool stuff. We're actually partnering with our buddy Toy Vomit, uh, which is a store in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, he's been mentioned on the Major Brothers before. They went in there for one of their videos. He's at Toy Vomit on Instagram. The, the store is called Toy Headquarters. And uh, next month he's going to be doing a uh, claim sale for us as well. I told him about cool. what we what we did. So yeah, we're going to get some of these smaller uh, toy stores to come in and uh, with some vintage toys. Uh, he's got. I mean, if you've ever fo- if you follow him on Instagram, his store is amazing. He's got a little bit of everything: Jacks, Mattels, uh, Hasbro's, everything. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be cool. And it's just for us in the group. Uh, you know, it's a pretty laid back atmosphere. So uh, thank you, Hastel, for doing that. We really appreciate it. And. Um, Another another piece of news: our one of our buddies, two of our buddies, are starting a new podcast. Sheena, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Daryl and Tom. They are going to start hosting the run-in pod. They have their trailer up on Spotify. It's not. Um, they're still waiting to get approved by by iTunes, but I have no doubt that they will. But um, I think it went through yeah, today. Uh, they, they tweeted. Oh, about it went it. through. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yep. Um, so so cool, cool. Yeah, they have their trailer up. So um, if you're interested, they're super good people, just super awesome guys, super knowledgeable. And um, Tom also runs trivia. So if you ever need trivia for your fam, check him out um, at Tom Sliney on, on the Insta. But yeah, it debuts next week. So we'll all definitely be listening. For sure. And uh, every week on our uh, our Facebook group, we do a uh, one of our Foley family members will show off their collection. Uh, this week it's Christian Tolzniak, Tolz Tolzinski. Oh man, I knew I was yeah. going to that. Listen, Tolzinski. I love, I love goes, Christian. Christian, Christian, listen, Christian is a good guy. I have no idea how to say his last name. I think name. it's Tol- I Tolzinski because I think I, the yeah. first time I just he signed say, up, like, I, I got it right. Yeah, Tolzinski. Who, he actually had to cancel his wedding because of the coronavirus. So f you, <sighs> coronavirus. But uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm sure they're adjusting. But him and his brother are going to show off their collection in the group on Friday. It's cool. Like uh, some people will be on Twitter or, or other websites and they'll kind of like just do like an article about their collection. But it's cool to like actually I, I love seeing other people's collections because there's so much stuff that I don't have that I didn't know it existed or, or just to see the way that people actually display stuff. Like everyone has yeah. different shelves or like cases and all kinds of stuff. So uh, that's been a cool aspect. So that'll be tomorrow on the Facebook group. So a lot of stuff going on. We're trying to stay busy. Last night I was bored, Sheena. And I <laughs> this is so funny. Marco probably was there. I, I did I randomly put together a Royal Rumble on WWE 2K19. Oh uh, yeah, of, of basically like all Hall of Famers, like thirty Hall of Famers, and oh. and uh, of, co- of course, guess who won? Who won? Sheena. Guess who fucking won this thing? Who won the uh, Royal Rumble, Sheena? You have one Sheamus. guess. No, no, your boy Bulldog. Oh, Bulldog wins. I know. Bulldog. I was so Are pissed. I was. I didn't. I didn't yeah. play it. I was just. I just set up my phone in front of the TV and just watched it with everybody. And, oh, and of course, and, and Roman. Roman was number thirty. I was like, oh, this motherfucker. He's gonna piss off all these computer smarks in the in the video game. But but, <laughs> but Bulldog Not won, Bulldog. of course. I was oh, like, oh my god. Bulldog took out the big dog, man. Yes, it was, it was triumphant. That could not have been written any more perfectly. Right? I, God, so, I wish I could have been there. To yeah, you were, yeah, I don't know. You were Bill's probably cleaning or something. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wiping butts and making sandwiches, you know. Yeah, Phil was pretty shocked. If You it, you can watch a video back at the end. He's like, oh, my God. Like, he's well, like, my, he, my wife was asleep shocked. on the couch like two feet away, so I had to be <laughs> quiet. I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> That's funny yeah. shit. Um, that right. is so awesome. <laughs> Let's go inside the squared circle here as we talk about the week in wrestling. It's sponsored by our friends at Chalkline. Uh, you can use uh, our code CHICK uh, to get 15% off of your order there for anything. They just dropped some Ninja Turtle shredder shorts that uh, Sheena posted on her Instagram. Look pretty fire. They got tons of wrestling <laughs> merch on there. Uh, definitely check it out. Uh, let's start with SmackDown. Uh, I want to talk about one thing real quick. A Braun Strowman. Uh, was was selected to be the tag team partner of Otis against Morrison and Miz. Uh, did you mm-hmm. see? Did you see where Morrison and Miz were talking about how Strowman Strowman didn't have the like the guts to to challenge the, like such a great tag team? Uh, I, I remember he he beat the bar with a twelve year old at WrestleMania. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, did they not remember that by himself? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Morrison was doing at the time, but yeah, Miz should definitely have remembered that. Yes. Uh, any other? We, we we finally we didn't talk about it last week. We had such a big show. We didn't talk about Sami Zayn uh, being stripped of the IC title. Let's talk about that, Sheena. Let me get your thoughts on that, and then uh, we'll talk about the tournament. 
I mean, if he's unable to perform, I mean, they got to keep the titles on TV. You know what I mean? I don't think it's any any offense toward um, Sammy, but at, at the end of the day right now, especially, like, it's one thing if you're running, like, regular weekly shows with audience and, you know, you still have that same atmosphere. But right now, they have to make things a little bit more meaningful. So they're not just going to let, you know, somebody who's injured or out keep, keep the title, you know? I agree. Yeah, and people were kind of complaining about it but it's like you know they're they're not firing him or punishing him no but like the, sh- right. the show has to go on like you know yeah. if you want to stay home no. if you don't feel safe you know, that's fine yeah, speaking so, of the show will go on we'll talk we'll talk about that a little bit later uh we saw <laughs> D- daniel bryan beat drew gulak who was the then uh, i guess that was his last match in wwe because he has not resigned yep. a contract with wwe yeah. he, he's gone uh, there was reports he got released but that's uh, that's not true he's i think he just decided not to resign there they couldn't agree yep. to a contract and then mm-hmm. uh, didn't Eli- Elias beat King Corbin with a roll up? Was that was that what happened? Um, it was kind of weird. It was like I don't know what was going on. Elias had it was almost like he was like Undertaker with his urn, like he was like gathering some sort of like superpowers from his uh, guitar, which I yeah. thought was which I thought was kind of weird. Like when did this happen? When did he start being like you know um, like connected to his guitar in this spiritual way? Uh, and then uh, and then Baron Corbin obviously like smashed it to bits, uh, which. You know, whatever. It was, it oh, was okay. That's, that's what happened. Yeah, he got pissed yeah. off at Elias, but doesn't Elias just smash his guitar every week anyway? Like, yeah, it's like much. you know, okay, there isn't cool. one week that he doesn't smash his guitar. I know, but all of a sudden, like I said, he's like spiritually connected to it, so now it means something when the guitar gets smashed. I don't know. Who knows? It's strange. Uh, and then and finally, we saw uh, Charlotte kind of stirring the pot with uh, Bailey and Sasha. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get a is that that Charlotte Bailey match is tomorrow on SmackDown on this week. Um, I tweeted yeah. I tweeted out earlier that Charlotte is a Raw superstar who has uh, the w, the NXT title and she's wrestling this week on SmackDown. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she made she made the point. I mean, it was very it was a very self aware promo that she cut yeah, on yeah. Um, Friday night talking about you know Fox wanted me here. You know, I'm five ten. I'm a flair. Uh, you know, blah blah blah. I actually was, you know, Bailey gets on my ever-loving nerves, and like just hearing her talk makes me cringe. But I thought she did a really good job this week. I thought she added a little something that, like Charlotte, was kind of, you know, just doing her normal thing that we expect out of Charlotte. And I feel like Bailey brought a little bit of life to this this whole promo, and uh, the way that yeah. she kind of like cut cut Sasha off and stuff. I thought she was doing a really good job. Like she's kinda, she's kind of finding that her groove finally. Which now they're about to break them up, so I'm like, okay, well, what's going to happen now? You know. Yeah, it's interesting, and I, I think that's it's time to split the, split them up because they oh for there's, sure there's more of a storyline there. There's really nothing going on right now with the women's SmackDown title, so they got to do something. Um, mm-hmm. Well, let's move over. Anything else on uh, SmackDown? Do you want to talk about Raw, uh, Marco or Sheena before we get to Raw? I don't have anything. No, just just a girl beating Naomi again for the second week in a row, clean. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Dana Brooke beating. I don't know where that's going, but I mean maybe they're. Maybe she's uh, headed to the uh, the top of the yeah. She's, the, getting, uh, she's getting a boost. Yeah, we'll see what happens. That's that's pretty much it. Nothing else happened on SmackDown. I mean, so actually, you know what? We don't want Mike getting mad at us. Sonya Deville had a really awesome promo. We should not overlook at all. Oh, um, she was backstage with Dolph. I can't remember exactly how it went. So yeah, remind, re- yeah. refresh my re- refresh my memory. Um, it was same thing. Mandy's, you know, um. Like, not real, and she's real, and that whole thing. Literally the same thing. It's same promo every week. Oh, I yeah. Wanna, I don't want to get you're, 
Yeah, you're fake. You're fake. I'm real. You're you're dating yeah. Otis, who's a monster. And yeah, he's ugly. He should, should Why are you dating guy. him? Yeah, yeah. That whole thing. That's it's super that's super it. deep stuff here. Yeah, always. It's yeah, third, always third deep grade drama. With, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and, so, and uh, yeah. is Otis just, just going to kiss Mandy Rose on, on the cheek from now on? Or is that, is that all they're going to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like a third grade relationship. Yeah. He's trying to be respectful. <laughs> Listen, he's not, try, he's not trying to hit a home run every time. He's just trying to be a gentleman. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with being a gentleman nice. and carrying, carrying around cured meats in your money in the bank. <laughs> briefcase exactly yeah. <laughs> that is true um uh what did i want to talk about oh uh the, the Liv morgan promo where she was crying about her 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 mom or something that was, that was i must weird. have missed this i i, I don't know yeah, if it was on the, on the hulu edition uh that i that i went back and watched but it i must have missed it but i did hear about it where she was like trying trying to figure out like who she is and she wants to be like her mom and i'm like where did this come from this yeah, like who the fuck's your mom I don't know. How do, we don't know who she is what are you talking about <laughs> it's yeah. like she was like like a wrestler or something like that we would know who she is like like oh your mom is medusa oh, okay cool yeah. oh, like no <laughs> your mom is like you know karen jones over in you know <laughs> middle america uh let's move over to raw from monday uh we saw another edge orton confrontation and uh they're billing this marco as the the greatest wrestling match of all time what way to not oversell that there's going to be no way that like that, that that's the worst promotion that you can do Awful. because you are you are Awful. literally <laughs> saying like you are you're literally setting yourself up for disaster because there's first of all there's no way it's going to be the best wrestling match of all time so you're already like lying to people straight to their face so you've already like this could be an amazing match and the way that you're continue to say the greatest wrestling match of all time and build it up that way people are still going to be disappointed yeah. so you're just shooting yourself in the foot from the jump yeah, why would you? Why would you even say this? What is the point? Like, it's gonna. There's gonna be no crowd, so that that brings the match down already. To like, even if it is a good match, it just doesn't feel like it is a good match because you don't have the crowd like into every two and a half count. Uh, yeah, and stuff. They're not going to use tables. They're not going to use anything. It's going to be just a, a straight, no straight up straight mo- mono match. mono. Mm-hmm. I've never I've never left any Randy Orton match saying it was the greatest match I've ever seen or the greatest match of any any card I've ever watched. Like you know, he's a good wrestler. Edge is a really good wrestler. Uh, but they're both like you know past their prime. Let's be honest, and mm-hmm. it's just not fair to them to like call this like the the greatest wrestling match ever. Like I don't, I, I mean, don't know you, where. I, I'm just, I'm not buying into the fact that Edge hasn't wrestled in nine years and he's going to come back and give me the greatest wrestling match of all time. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't, I don't care how much he trains backstage. I don't care how much freaking um, you know, what's his what's his name, the freaking revival Dash Wilder. Is it Dash? Was that who he was training? Dax with Harwood. Him? I think you're talking about Dax, Dax Hardwood. Hardwood. Okay, that's that's the name I was looking for. Dax Hardwood. Yeah, um, Dax. I don't care how much he trains with him and Beth. Like he's not going to give me the best wrestling match of all time. It's just not. It's just not going to happen. Oh man, yeah. So that I guess this is going to be at SummerSlam, which I think Vince is saying he wants to have a live crowd for. So I don't yeah, know. where where is that supposed to be? We're supposed to be in Boston. We're supposed to go there, Sheena. Yeah, hmm. we're, yeah. <clears throat> so. So I have the, not really inside news, it's freaking on the news. So like apparently it's like up to the uh facility if they want to host the the event, not like the city of Boston. Um really? so basically our, yeah, so our governor was like it's up to like T D Bank Garden if they want to do the um the show. Like he's leaving it up to like that, like the facilities if they wanna bring people in and stuff like that, gotcha. not to the city. 
Like the the mayor can just go. That seems yeah, a little. That's, to me, that seems a little bit irresponsible. Honestly, like I mean, of course the yeah. of course the venue wants to bring people in. I mean, that's that's you know money, money, money. Well, maybe they but don't. Like, Who knows? We don't. I don't. Maybe they don't want to. That's the other part of true. it. True. That's true. I don't know. This this whole thing is weird. I I can't imagine feeling comfortable going to a place like that yet. I mean, or even like in july or august you know what i mean i don't yeah. i don't feel like i don't feel like i'm going to be prepared to go sit in a stadium with a bunch of other oh, yeah. yeah like sweaty coughing sneezing. <laughs> oh god you but know yeah, like, so like the whole thing was like the mayor of boston said like no like until like uh september no nothing like everything's canceled fourth of july is canceled any gatherings everything's done like nothing's happening hmm. and then they brought that up saying like the, the governor was like oh it's the facilities that are um they can do whatever Make they the want because we're because we're we started our slow rollout the state of massachusetts so right. like we're in phase one of like small businesses opening it up and with different yeah, precautions and everything, stuff like that so like i'm assuming by august uh i forget the timeline but like it would be like phase like two or three which is like it's more lenient with stuff so that's yeah. what i think they were going by um i don't think it was going to be a summer slam ha- they want it to happen i know vince mcmahon wants it to happen but they're, I think they're shopping around other cities um, for it to be at that are going to actually be open. Um, we're, but where we're the like in the top five of <laughs> infections, it's probably mm-hmm. not going to happen mm-hmm. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're in phase one here in Virginia, and I mean, people just acted like it was any other weekend. Like I went down to the oceanfront to pick up something the other day, and it was like the most odd thing, you know, because I've been quarantined for all this time and you know just like kind of isolated here, and then I went down to the ocean front and there was just people everywhere. I mean, walking around everywhere. Like it, like it was just any other random day, you know? And I'm like, God, like, no, not a single mask in sight, Ugh. you know? And I was just thinking to me, and everybody was eating on the patios. And, and to me, didn't look like those, those seats were six feet apart, you know? And I was like, the, the serving staff was wearing masks, but none of the people like dining had, you know, I mean, I guess you can't eat with a mask on, but they didn't even have like, you could tell they just weren't even concerned at all. Like just like sipping beers and eating off silverware uh, that other people had eaten off of. Oh, I'm like, oh. I'm like, dude, I, I, I listen, I already told my mother-in-law I'm taking my own silverware to when I, if we, if we get enough balls up to go somewhere and eat, like I'm bringing my own silverware. Why you order wings? <laughs> just order wings everywhere you go. That's true. Uh, you don't have to touch yeah. anything. Foods. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta eat with your hands though. Then that's like even worse. Like, cause you've like touched other things and now you're eating with your hands. See, this is like, we're just going to be, we're going to be homebodies. I'm scaring myself right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not even, I'm not even worried when, when everything gets back to quote unquote normal and about like alcohol sales, because I, th- I just feel like people are going to want to stay at home and just have like a cookout and have people over. Like, you know, as much as I want to go you know, on vacation and go places or, you know, go out to dinner like, it's just going to feel weird. Like, you know, just to yeah. sit two feet from somebody at a restaurant and have them coughing on me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just in no rush. Like to me, like I'm in I'm in no like rush. These people act like they are in a mad rush to get out to eat to a restaurant, and I'm like, I don't know. To me, it's just not that big of a deal, you know. Granted, I want to support restaurants. I don't want like there's so many like little mom and pop restaurants here that I want to eat at. You know what I mean? That I've had I've made this list since we've lived here. Like oh, we're, when Seth gets back, we're gonna eat here, here, and here. And I don't even know how many of those places are gonna survive this, right? So I want to get out there and support, but at the same time, I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Edge and Orton. Um, yeah, back to back. <laughs> moving on a COVID tangent. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag COVID news. Um, let's get into the, the Seth Rollins promo, which was really good about Money in the Bank, and then Rey Mysterio, and then adding a new member to the squad, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, 
What what happened with all that, Marco? Uh, yeah, so Seth Rollins came up before. It was a match with uh, uh, Buddy Murphy and oh, what am I forgetting? <laughs> what am I think, I'm forgetting who he faced? Oh, Humberto. Humberto. Oh, Sorry, yeah, he faced Murphy. Sorry. You all right there? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> um, he faced Humberto as a as a Zelina calls Zelina. him. Um, so yeah, so he faced him before before that. Seth Rollins cut a promo about like addressing how he felt losing to McIntyre, Money in the Bank, and then what he did to Rey Mysterio and how Rey Mysterio should thank him for doing what he did to him. I don't think did we talk about that last week? I don't. Even, I don't think we didn't talk about the uh, Rey Mysterio losing an eye almost. Uh, oh stuff. yeah, we didn't talk yeah. about that. Yeah, how did we crazy. miss that? Jeez, are you sure that was last week? I think that was two weeks ago when that oh, happened, yeah. right? No, it's quarantine time, so it could have been like it could have been last year. It happened. Could have been last year, right? <laughs> yeah, Seth Rollins like freaking snapped and you know crammed Rey Mysterio's eye into the steel steps with just this like insane look on his face. The, I, I I loved that. Let me just let me go on the record of saying like I loved yeah. like deranged, broken Seth Rollins, right? What oh, I didn't yeah. like is later on in the episode, him coming out and be like, oh, I don't know what came over me. Like, I don't know what was going on. I'm really sorry, Ray. I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, you're a heel. Let me <laughs> let me think that you've, like, completely lost your mind and your snap. Like, don't have a conscience. You know, I don't, like, that didn't make, that didn't, it wasn't um, yeah. cohesive with his character. You know, I felt like it was very out, out in left field. Uh, then we saw Austin Theory join up with, um, with Seth and the uh He's a disciple. The disciples, yeah, whatever after uh after losing uh to Andrade and getting his ass kicked by them. Uh so I guess we have like kind of dueling stables here, which is kinda cool. Mm-hmm. I love I love a good stable. We talked about like before we started recording of who should be like the next member of this crew that Seth Rollins is putting together. And uh we, we both we all agree that it should be some kind of like badass like kind of bodyguard diesel type guy, but yeah, look mm-hmm. at the roster right now, Sheena. And there's really no not anybody that can do that, can fill that role. You know, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if the other, yeah, I don't know which, I don't know which of the members of AOP is hurt. I mean, once the other one comes back, the other one gets hurt. You know, that's like the cycle that they go in. You know? <laughs> right. It just seems like they just can't stay healthy, which stinks. You know, um, but uh, you know, I just, I just love. I think what they're doing right now is so good, and it's just you know rolling really well. I would just love to see that become just like a kind of a cultish following that Seth Rollins has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm totally into everything that that Seth is doing right now. I love this character. I love I love the stable. I love that he's like recruiting people. This is where I wanted it to go from from the jump, you know, just him kind of like when things kind of go sideways for somebody, he like comes in and like scoops them up, right? So I, I'm loving it. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Uh, we saw Asuka and Kyrie, I guess, turn face now. What they're doing, like a, a title celebration, and Nia breaks it up, and Nia becomes like the big bad heel. I guess that'll be the first feud for Asuka. But Asuka uh, uh, just—I mean, I love Asuka, and it's just people like two months ago were talking about how she has never—you know—they're just not using her properly and everything on mm-hmm. the internet. Like, yeah, this this chick has won the Royal Rumble. She's won every, yeah. every belt. The tag team belts, both women's belts now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what, the, she was the sole survivor in the Survivor Series match. Yeah. Um, she what? What's what? There was one more thing that she did. Uh, money, money, money in the, the bank. bank. Money in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Money yeah the like bank. like NX, what? What NXT else can she do? Like what? Else yeah. Can she and do? It, lo- wasn't she longest reigning in longest, NXT yep. until yep. Shayna? Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. So, undefeated, undefeated, undefeated. Uh, undefeated yeah, she streak never, beat Goldberg's streak. As yeah, well. she, she never lost. She never NXT. even had to lose. Yeah, she had just relinquished the title and came up. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I love Oscar, and I think you know what she's doing now. The, the, the look she has is awesome. Very toyetic. Uh, so I guess we'll see her and Nia down the road. Uh, anything else we want to touch down from Raw? There's a lot going on, but not a lot of like you know headlines. No, nothing oh, that's oh, very oh. super <clears throat> time sensitive. Don't forget, yeah. Don't forget about the uh, the most the most uh, athletic competition. Yes, I know where you're going. This, with this. side of uh, oh this, yeah, the side of like two on two basketball. Yeah, when you lose a two on two basketball, and you you know you're down the dumps. What mm-hmm. do you do next? What do you do to redeem yourself? You like the end axis. of the yeah. You throw, throw axes. axes. You throw Not axes normal size axes, just tiny little baby like dollar hatchets. store axes. No, they're yeah. hatchets. Hatchets, yeah. Hatchets, yeah. yeah you throw yeah. hatchets. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. about you guys, but by me in Baltimore, there's a bunch of yuppie places that you can like uh, drink beers and throw axes, and they're that's like, a thing. I've that's never been. I've never been, but they're they're huge axes, and these were like like a, a, th- <laughs> a tenth of the size of those. I don't know that I would want people on live television well i guess it's not live i guess you know they're they're that was a pre-recorded segment i was gonna say yeah. i don't know if i want live people live television then like like throwing huge jacks you know what i mean like that's a recipe for disaster yep um yeah it was a pretty bad segment uh i did, yeah. I did like the awful joke about uh montez ford said he wants to get in his, his tiger woods on and one of the viking raiders said wait there's tigers in the woods? <laughs> oh my god! Come on! Well, they weren't even in the woods. They were like in someone's backyard. They were in yeah. a big, like yeah, like a field. Um, so what, I just want to know what's next. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go first and say that next week they're gonna have a hot dog eating competition. I think, I think they should go beer pong. Beer pong would be a good one. Yeah, beer pong would be good, especially since the the red solo cups yeah, are kind of the yeah. super profits things, you yeah. know? Yeah. I, I mean, think, I think that would be good. Marco, you got any uh, fantasy bookings? For that, um, it's Vince McMahon, so he'd probably have him play a game of dice or something, or some kind of Uh, racial overtone or something. (laughs) Oh my god! You know, Vince McMahon doesn't (laughs) doesn't care. Vince Vince McMahon being inappropriate, never. Oh no! What are you talking about? No, they'll probably do like mini golf or something like that, and uh, just just couples type of games. They'll probably end up doing. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm not sure how long they're gonna stretch us on for, but it's gonna hold on to your hat, folks. Yeah, here for a bumpy ride. Um, we can't overlook another contender for McIntyre's WWE Championship, and he goes by the name of Almighty Bobby Lashley. Did you guys oh, see that? Yeah, he's been yes. on a roll, man. He has been actually been like pretty like good on TV. I have to give it to him. Oh, um, she doesn't like it. I don't, think I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I think I think I'm skewed by Lana being uh, doing the TikTok videos in, in like a bikini. Like that's just making me like want to see want to see Lashley more because then maybe she might come out. Have you been, well, like, no. have you been watching those, Sheena? I haven't been watching Lana's TikTok videos. No, there's these other people on TikTok that I watch. They're like mesmerizing. They do these like robotic dances. I'll have to share that during quarantine and chill. I'll have to look them up. But yeah, I like I can get lost when my kids are like just being crazy. I'm like, I'm going to go in the bathroom and just watch TikTok for a minute. Oh, that's where I, that's, that's where I <laughs> watch Lana's videos. <laughs> hey No, that Gross. was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. Um, oh, boy. But uh, no, I think, I think it's like, you know, in this quarantine stage right now, it's a good challenger for 
for Drew. It's going to make him look good. Obviously, he's going to probably win out uh, over over Lashley. But you know, Lashley's a you know a former champion. He's a big dude. It's just uh, you know, it's going to be one of those old like. I think you talked about it, Marco. Like uh, Big E talked about it on his podcast, like two two bags of meat, like fighting or something. Or oh yeah, just two bags of meat just running into each other, and just creating magic. That's that's yeah. what's gonna happen. I mean, Bobby. I mean, but you have Drew, who's like so charming and so like you know easy on the eyes. And then I, mean, I guess Bobby Lashley's not bad looking. He's just kind of like dumb looking. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel oh like <laughs> I just feel like he's just got this look on his face always. Like I mean, he's built like a a brick shit house. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously he's like nothing, like zero percent body fat, but he just never looks like he's got any personality I at think all. It's the, you uh, know, the eyebrows, the lack of eyebrows. Probably. Yeah, he has no. Yeah, they were kind of like painted on this uh, this past Monday. Did you guys yeah. notice that? I did not notice. That. Kind of like, I did yeah, not that, know yeah. Bobby Lashley did not have eyebrows. Now yeah, I have his eyebrows are gone. Yeah. Like that's a real thing. That's like a known thing that I should I should have been paying attention to. Maybe I, you know the headband. I always kind of thought I was like, "Why this looks weird?" Hold on. Yeah, look at a picture. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, well, we, uh, the bottom line is we need the the real like big meat person we need in this equation is Big E. Like it should be Big E and Drew McIntyre. Just going yeah. back. Yeah. I want like, Big E to be a, like a main event guy, single guy, for, so bad, man. I mean, ugh. What, what, I'm, I'm about to look up his age, see how old he is. He has all the tools. He has all the tools to like. Even I like, think he's like. I think he's my age. I think he's like 34. Oh my 35. god, he was born he's born like, 86. He's, my god. Yeah, he's, yeah. Young, he's a young guy. He's 33. Just from 34 in March. Yeah, so. Uh, I'm starting a petition to get him. Oh my god, you guys! I have never noticed Bobby Lashley's eyelashes or eyebrows until now. Now what? he, I mean, like this yeah, is why gone. he looks like. This is why he looks like a turtle. I like you know what? That's why. That's exactly eyebrows. what it is. It's what it is. Eyebrows are so important to your face, and yes. he has none. It yeah, de- it divides he could, your forehead. He, like he has like the yes. biggest forehead because he just this never man. Saw. If he had some microblading, could be a freaking superstar. And here yeah. he is <laughs> with no with no damn eyebrows coming on live television. I am appalled. I am appalled that somebody like there is there's like. Like dozens of makeup artists backstage. Draw this man some eyebrows. Oh yeah, the the glam squad, the WWE glam squad is back there. How come they're not? I mean, Sasha freaking Banks is back there. She could just dot him up with some eyebrows real quick. It's true. Uh, he's he's also uh, he's also forty three years old, which you know give him some props for looking like a like he's, yeah he's yeah he's like made out of rock. And, uh, and, and <laughs> oh, chiseled. I mean, yeah, he's he's just built like a, a Greek, yeah, a Greek god. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's got boulders under his freaking chest. It's it's insanely ridiculous. But I mean, that doesn't that doesn't take away the fact that he has no eyebrows. Phil, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. No, it freaks me out. There was a there was a player for the Steelers that didn't have any eyebrows. That like it really bothered me. Like when when we <laughs> played them, like just like your face. There's something missing from your face, and I forget like what it is until I like. But Phil, really he wears it. he wears a helmet. If if Bobby Lashley wore a lucha mask, I wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Exactly. But Bobby Lashley shows his damn face every every freaking week. Man, yeah. okay, oh, that the more you know. All right, let's jump into the Wednesday Night Wars here, NXT and AEW. I watched zero minutes of these two shows. Just, oh, wow. Just straight up. Straight up. Straight up. I didn't, didn't watch it. 
I don't, I don't know what, right, I Sheena, what did you watch? <laughs> I watched a, I watched a little bit of NXT, but you guys know Wednesdays Wednesdays is tough for me, so um, I'm gonna make a concerted effort because you know I love I love Wednesday Night Wars. Once once Seth gets home, so maybe in a couple months I'll be able to watch Wednesday Night Wrestling. I did see Adam Han- Hangman Page came back. Yeah, he All did. Right. Yeah, right. oh, yeah, he uh, he made his return as well as the Bucks. Tell me, Marco, uh, made... was it, was this show worthy of being the go home show to Double or Nothing? Uh it wasn't. They, I mean, yeah, they set up they set it up really nice for for the uh, for the for the show this weekend. I'll say it wasn't like anything like like mind blowing or didn't blow me away. But they they laid the pieces down to you know they put the breadcrumbs around so you, you can. Following all the way to Saturday night, um, so it wasn't bad. Uh, I did finally. Wa- I did watch a little bit of AEW. Like I had it on while I was like doing all my like you know normal normal mom stuff, and um, it's really the first time that I like I watched AEW over NXT. Like I usually have NXT playing in the background, yeah. um, and the crowd really does. I mean, I had heard you guys talk about it for like several weeks now, but. The crowd, they were really onto something with having a few people in the audience. Yeah, I, know, right? I, know, I know in the beginning <laughs> it seemed like. I was like, well, that's kind of controversial because, you know, they shouldn't have more people in there than than they, you know, they should have. Like, yep. they should be, be distancing, right? But now that I see it in play, it makes, like, a huge difference in the atmosphere and just the energy in the arena. So, I mean, I don't think WWE could do it now without, you know, their, uh, them being like, oh, well, you're just trying to do what we're doing. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like, it, it made a noticeable difference in the no audience shows. Uh, I yeah, do Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Marco. No, you go ahead. Uh, I I don't watch too. I mean, I don't watch too much. I didn't watch too any of this at all. But there was three pretty big injuries from this. Uh, one I tweeted out. Phoenix, uh, Ray Phoenix jumped off the top rope to the outside. Oh yeah, that was brutal. That was bad. There was f- what four, happened? Four or five guys outside. They were going to catch him. He did like a like a moonsault or something. Nobody yeah, ca- nobody did. caught him. Basically dropped yeah. right onto his neck and head. And, yeah. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. He might be banged and up that, a little, but I think he's still going to wrestle this weekend. Uh, yeah. Doctor Britt Baker has a pretty oh. serious knee injury. Oh, that was bad. That uh, was a really bad spot. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was a tag match, um, and they did some spot where they she was teaming with um, Nyla Rose. Know, Nyla Rose. I almost said Nia Jax. Thanks for saving <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So they did a spot where like the other two, the other team picked up. Nyla and like threw her on. They were supposed to throw her like on Britt Baker. She was like sitting in the corner uh-huh. uh, of the uh, at the ring post, and they like threw her on top of her leg. Like they didn't oh. throw her on her. They just dropped Nyla Rose on Britt Baker's knee. And oh, you see her like, immediately, just like as as soon as it like Nyla Rose move, you see her just grab her knee. And I was, wish you could see my face right now because it is like cringe. I'm just, just like. Yeah. I, I can like feel that in my in my bones uh, right now. Just imagine sitting in the corner, like it, like sitting at the turnbuckle, like sitting yeah. on the on the mat, and then yeah. just someone just dropping a heavy person right on your leg. <laughs> I mean, even a Marco, it didn't it wouldn't even have to be a heavy person. Think about so far if it was a normal sized person, how horrible that oh, would yeah, be. Oh yeah, And then the fact that it is a heavier person makes it like even worse. Even worse. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. It, it, but other than that, it was it wasn't a bad show. We had uh, got to see uh, Aaron Anderson 
and uh, Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake. Had, yeah, the table. Uh, did you see that the the, table uh, the table clock kept looking like it was going <laughs> to fly off? I was like, what the heck is happening here? They kept holding down the table clock. Well, they're they're in a, they're in that uh, that football arena where it's like it's open. It's like half open, so there's like it's it's breezy, so it's like a almost like a wind tunnel. Where yeah, they are. and you notice it a lot when they're like wrestling. You see just like shirts flapping and like oh, like the 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 apron is like kind of yeah. moving. Around it too. was very it was very noticeable <laughs> with the tablecloth. Yeah, but um, it was good. It was awesome seeing like them two like like just promo each other. It was it was that I that that I really enjoy. If you're an old school wrestling, yeah, fan, he, he like, basically just, called Arn Fat. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, "Oh, you look a little, uh, a little thick there, buddy." <laughs> yeah, uh, I did see that. Yeah, so that was really good. Um, what else? It was something else that happened. Oh, Moxley breaking that guy Ten. There's a guy named Ten that's in the uh, Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the other thing. So, like, where are the other two Dark Order dudes? Yeah, I, where is a uh, Evil Uno? Is he? Is Stu he there? Stu and Evil. Yeah, Stu and Evil Uno. Like, got, like they don't show up at all. No, it's a weird. They're, they're, they're done. They, they they realize those guys suck. <laughs> That's probably what happened. Actually, I, I was assuming like something happened with like the COVID, and they didn't want to like like be succumb to it, or maybe they're in a different country and they can't make it back. That's what I was. But I haven't. Re- I couldn't find anything. You can call it. You can call it by its scientific name, Marco. You can say the Rona. The Rona. Okay, Rona, yeah. I like. I say that's corporate talk. I'm, yeah. I switched out yet. So yeah. In my so company, that, in my company, we call it unprecedented times. That's what they. Want <laughs> that's what they want us to say in all like the the flyers and things like that. Yeah. Uh, in, in Kentucky, they say with all this shit going on. With all this shit going on, Carol Baskin <laughs> yeah. still killed her fucking husband. Yeah, that, that's a, that's what they say in Kentucky. Well, with all this shit going on, or all this stuff going on. Um, um, oh, also, I love the people that are posting videos of of Dean Ambrose versus uh, Luke Harper, like SmackDown matches from like 2015. Like, you know, hey, this yeah, is the, the main shield, event. Shield of, uh, versus the Wyatt family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, one of the Bucks broke uh, one of his ribs, or suppose this is all like I never read dirt sheet stuff ever, but I like. Everybody on Twitter was talking about these AEW injuries. So I guess one of the Bucks, I don't know if it was Nick or Matt, broke. They ju- they just came back, and then I think during that whole melee, one of them broke a rib or you know hurt a rib or had some sort of injury. So that's you know a lot of people were talking about how like th- they're going all out on AEW. Like you know you have a pay per view in a couple days. Like was that a was chill. that a play on words? What what did I say? Yeah. What did I say? Oh, I said all out. Yeah. They're oh going no, no. All out. no no no. I'm I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that, but uh, <laughs> you know they're just like doing everything they can for for like a go home show. Like it's almost time to, you know, to pump the brakes a little bit because you know I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner. Like we have, you know they're they're putting on some pretty entertaining matches, but like you know, get, get a pay per view in a couple of days. Like that's what you want to save this for. So we'll see. Yeah, gotta gotta live every day like it's your last, man. You know what I mean? Gotta go balls to the wall. So that that would have been his last show, and he wanted to go all out. So you know. Uh, can we, Can't blame him. Can we skip NXT? Would anything happen worth of note that I should know about as a, as a wrestling fan that would 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 come up and give us the give us the give us the elevator the elevator yeah, pitch for exactly. NXT? Give me the elevator pitch, Marco, Marco, of what happened on this show. Um, Champa returned and challenged uh, Karrion to a uh, match at NXT in, uh, your, in house. your house. Oh, hell yeah! That's yeah, that was a pretty good promo that's that he cut be- on him. Super um, It looks like the couples are gonna face each other. So like Maya Yim and 
Keith Lee and the Garganos nice. are probably going to do battle at uh, NXT in your house. So I'm like, they're teasing that a little bit. Uh, Dexter Loomis actually lost to the to Roderick Strong, which is kind of weird. I thought he was like on a winning streak, but I could be wrong. Um, and then uh, the Dream came out and saved him. So some like weird thing with the Dream and Dexter Loomis going on. Um, Drake Maverick won. Interesting. Yeah, he won. Um, but it, uh, something happened where like he, him, uh, Kushida, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Jake. They're all. They all have the same exact record in the tournament. So mm. next week they're going to do a triple threat match to see who moves on in the tournament. So we'll either see Drake stay or or go, depending on when this is recorded or it's live. I have no clue what's going on with NXT anymore. Um, then uh, Damian Priest challenges uh, Balor to a match in your house. Yeah, I'm so. excited. I'm excited for in your house. It looks like it's going to be a freaking sick card. I think so. Should we go through it? I mean, we we, we talked about because we we tied on the freaking money in the bank card. So now we don't have a, the, the the title was either held up or vacant. I mean, I'm still the champion, obviously. I well, know. We the, I, we, we had we discussed that, and then you know Marco and I were were coming up with a new um, yeah, you strategy. Are, yeah, you you both are trying to get this title off of me. Now, that's, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm like, if I can't take it off of you, I'm gonna have Marco come in with a knockout punch, and then I can just beat Marco later on yeah. down the road. No, finger finger poke of doom. Just yes. <laughs> oh my god. Well, should, should, I, should we start this now? Where where the champion faces Marco for the AEW card, or we or what are we what are we doing here? Yeah, so my, my here's here's what we're doing, Marks. Okay, so Phil and I, we will always pick the WWE cards, right? So us, right now, Phil is the champion. That, that hurts my mouth even letting that come out of there, but um, he's the champion. So tonight, since we didn't decide last week, it was my fault for not being on top of that and finding a way for us to decide who was the winner. Um, him and Marco are going to guess or predict the AEW card for uh the pay-per-view this weekend right anytime there's an aew pay-per-view marco is going to cash in and whoever the champion is uh he's gonna pick so he has an opportunity to come in snag the title and then the next wwe pay-per-view will cut will will both like double team marco i'm down with that okay all right do you sheena do you have the uh the card up right now uh the the uh, AEW card? Yeah, let me pull it yeah. up. So we have... Okay, so first match on the card. I'm going to let Marco, since this is your debut uh, opportunity for the Chick Foley Show Prediction Championship, What? who are you picking between the AEW... Or sorry, let's start, let's start at the bottom. They got, they got, the, they started heavy hitters up here. Okay, we're going to do Private Party versus the, bre- the, the Breast Friends. The Best oh, Friends. I like that team. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Breast Friends. Penelope Ford, uh, this, this Penelope is the, Ford uh, and Chris Statlander, the, be- the Breast yeah, Friends. Yeah, this is uh, going to be on the buy-in, the pre-show. All right, so I'm going to go by who has been on TV a lot. Which I shouldn't, but I could be wrong. I'm gonna go with the best friends on this one. Um, they've been winning a lot every week, and they've been in a lot of like storylines. Oh, um, if you're following AEW Dynamite, so they've been prominently featured um, on the show. So I'm going by that. Okay. And, and Private Party hasn't been on, but they could just come out of nowhere and win. But I'm gonna go with the best friends. Okay. 
What, uh, what do you say, Phil? I'm going opposite. I'm going private party. Uh, the best friends really, really piss me off. They uh, they wrestle in like 25 minute matches on Dynamite for no like in, for no storyline, no match. Like only thing people care about is uh, Orange Cassidy. They do not care about either of these j- jabrones. Uh, Chucky so, T and Trent. No. Okay. Just, yeah. Uh, All right. So we'll now next we have Dustin Rhodes and this, versus. This match will be tw- will be over fifteen minutes long, guaranteed on the buy-in. What private uh, private party? Yeah, a tag team match with no title on the line on on the pre-show will go like over fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, no, definitely is going twenty or thirty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Awful. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. Who? I'm I'm starting here. Yep. This is on. This is Phil. I'm gonna go Sean Spears. I think this is they're, they're trying to get him re reignited here, restarted. You know, Dustin had a nice little push through the tournament that he's like, you know, thinking about retiring, blah blah blah. But uh, I'm gonna go Sean Spears here. I think he needs to be kind of like, you know, not not the the main heel on the show, but he needs to be one of those, you know, second tier mid Carter heels, and this will kind of supplant him as that. All right, Marco. Oh man, I was gonna. Uh, I might go Dustin Rhodes on this one. I don't know why. What about what I, I don't think? think? You gotta, you gotta think for yourself. You know. Yeah. I know that's no, that's what I'm doing. I'm going, I'm yeah. going Dustin Rhodes only because I don't think he's retiring at all. I think that whole like, oh, I'm gonna retire if I can't beat this guy, I'm gone. Um, you realize, you realize Dustin is like 50 years old, right? I do, I do realize that, but I do realize he is the son of Dusty Rhodes as well, uh, and that, that is spirit that is, is running through his veins. That, that is DNA, very true. The American is dream is true. alive and well. And the, yeah. the Rhodes son, so I'm going with uh, Dustin Rhodes. All right, so um, assuming this this card that I have here, okay, it's assuming that Dr. Britt Baker is not going to be on here. This is, says Dr. Yes. Britt Baker versus Chris uh, Statlander. Do we have a stand-in for that? Let's get let's get an injury update on on the on the Dr. Britt Baker. Let's you know let's check Twitter here, but let, I guess we could just oh, well, assume that it's, it's going to happen. Okay, well, so let's say let's say this match happens. Which, uh, based on what Marco told me, I don't think this is going to happen. Are you going Britt Baker? Or are you going Chris Statlander? Marco. I'm going first, right? Yep. Um, I mean, they're both pretty uh, featured. Hold on. Um, I want to go Britt Baker because I think they're trying to push her slowly, and I'll, if she does wrestle, it's not going to be like a like a long match at all anyway, where if she's not like really super injured, right. um, it'll probably be like a seven minute, eight minute match. Maybe um, I'm going to go Britt Baker. Even, even right. with the injured knee, I'm going to go the wounded right. dog, the wounded dog. Yeah. I just watched the video of this Nyla Rose hind quarters, just landing right on Britt Baker's Ugh. knee. Not good. Um, I'm going to go Chris Statlander here. What did okay. Marco say? He said, uh, "Brit." Man, we're <laughs> over three. This, on, this uh, is, yeah, this is gonna be yeah, this yeah. is gonna be one, completely one sided. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it'll be just uh, like back and forth. Like I'll get one right, he'll get one too. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Next up is M- MJF versus Jungle Boy. Oh my God! Come on. Am I yeah, starting that's... here? Is that M- yep. MJF? Are we even talking about this? Why is everybody yeah, MJ- hating on the ju- the Jungle Boy? I don't hate on him, oh, but like yeah. I just I just feel like they have bigger things going on for MJF, even though he's yeah. started a few with Cody, and now we're just kind of wrestling Jungle Boy in the middle of the card here. Um, yeah. All right, um, now now we're getting in the heavy hitters. Okay, we got the Casino Ladder Match. This oh, is a chip man. on a pole match. Ooh, okay? This is hard. 
This is for uh, an AEW World Championship shot. We got Darby <sighs> Allen versus Colt Cabana versus Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix versus Scorpio Sky versus Kip Sabian versus Frankie Kazarian versus versus Luchasaurus versus a mystery competitor. Oh, that's right. We have a mystery competitor here too. Oh. Who who are people saying is going to be this mystery competitor? There's been some rumors. Drew Gulak. Oh, come on. Drew Gulak. That's what I've been reading. Re- That's not, not going to get a pop. Well, I mean, not yeah, that there's no. anybody there to pop, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, who's picking? Who's picking first? This I is you. First. This is you, Marco. Yeah. All right. So I have two people that I think could win this thing. You can two, only pick one. Two. What is this? Yeah, I have. Well, I there's got, two. I got seven. I got seven. I think could win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you my thanks. I'm so. going. I'm going with CM Punk. I think CM Punk could win this. If, yeah, there's 50, a 50% 50. chance, 50-50. Um, I'm going to go Darby. Darby Allen is taking that chip. I think that's a – I mean, okay, I'm not going to put my, my hat, but I think, I think it's – No, I want, like, to, I like we want your getting. opinion. We want your opinion. I think, yeah, I think Darby Allen has has a good shot. I think um, this, is, this is a perfect spot for him to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, make him look strong. Uh, so, yeah. I'll wait, I'll wait till Phil takes his pick, and I'll tell you who my second choice was after. Okay. But Darby uh, Allen's right. In this money in the, I mean, uh, the casino ladder match. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna the sour cream onion chip on a pole. I'm going to. I'm going Scorpio Sky. I think he is primed. He doesn't need to be in a tag team anymore. He needs to be a singles wrestler. Super charismatic. Um, they have like three African American dudes on this whole in this whole company. Uh, you need to, you need to get him out front and center because he's number one different than everyone else they have out in the in the main event. He's young. Mm-hmm. He's less than th- I think he's like around thirty years old. Um, and I just I know I I enjoy watching him wrestle. I think he is like kind of uh, him and MGF and some of these other guys are kind of the next wave of like future main eventers. So I'm gonna go Scorpio Sky. But I, I Darby Allen is a great pick. Yeah, I mean coffin drop off of a ladder. I mean oh, that that's gonna happening. be. That's going to be insanity. Um, all right. So Darby Allen, Scorpio Sky. Okay. Next match, we got Matt Hardy and the Elite versus the Inner Suckle. Oh, a stadium stampede match. What is that? Yeah. What happens there? It's probably just a brawl. Like, because that state, like the whole stadium, the football stadium, was, I'm assuming they're going to utilize. Oh, the whole yeah. Thing like they did a couple weeks ago. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I picked first, right? The last time, so it's Phil's turn it's to Phil's pick turn. first. Yeah. yeah. Who is, is Jericho considered in the elite? Is he is he wrestling in this match? Oh yeah, he's in the inner circle. He's yeah, in the inner circle. Yeah, know, it's the know, inner know, circle versus the elite. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for him to take this. Like, I guess he's not going to take a tour with Fozzie anytime soon because they can't can't do anything. Um, who I don't know. <sighs> who would go either who, way? Who would this benefit more? You know what I mean? Like. The inner circle is kind of already established. The elite is like, you know, a bunch of guys. Like, you know, there's been dissension there before on, on TV, on different shows with H- Hangman Page and all these guys. Hangman. Mm-hmm. Hangman. That's Hangman, man. Get Herman, Herman. As uh, Jim Ross would say. Oh, I, I think it's a, to- it's a toss up here. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to go inner circle. No. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go inner circle. Uh, go in inner circle. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, go ahead, Marco. I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the elite on this one. 
Only because yeah, I mean Matt Hardy's got to have something up his sleeve to help them out. You know what I mean? Like this this yeah. type of this type of match is just like free for all is like built for Matt Hardy. Yeah, you know, it's craziness. Uh huh. One thing Matt yeah, Hardy so. has up his sleeve is is multivitamin because uh, <laughs> he's like fifty years old. Oh my god! <laughs> How dare you talk about the broken one like that? Hey, man, I like I like Matt Hardy, but I don't. Oh, he's forty five. Sorry, I apologize, but um. um Okay, next up we have the AEW Women's Championship. It is the large one, Nyla Rose versus... Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. The large one? The large one? That's what you we were calling her. We were the heavy the heavy chick. She fell on freaking Britt Baker. Listen, it's not offensive. I mean, if you're a wrestler, being large is... I mean, it's big dude season. We praise big dudes all the time. Why can't we praise... Yeah, thick chick season. Yeah, Yeah, thick thick chick season. I prefer the term thick with the the double C. Okay, you're right. You're right. Thick, thick... The double double C thick is a uh, is a much better term. Lar- large and in charge is not uh, <laughs> doesn't sound as as pretty, but yeah, thick. <laughs> the thick one, Nyla Rose versus uh, Hikaru Shida in a no DQ no count out match. Oh, that no that no DQ no count out it raised some eyebrows here. Uh, not mm-hmm. not Bobby Lashley's eyebrows, but normal person's eyebrows. Normal people's eyebrows. People yeah. who have eyebrows. This raises Bobby Lashley's uh, forehead. Um, uh, so this is Marco's going first. Okay. Cool. Oh boy. Um, okay. You got t- you got ten seconds, Marco. Make a um, choice. I'm going Nyla. Nyla Rose. Okay. Nyla oh, retains. Yeah, Nyla retains. She's going to be the dominant woman in the uh, in that in that division. No one's taking that title from her. She said it herself. Okay. I'm going with him here. I agree with that. I think this is very similar to uh, the Riho kind of feud where it's like a, a a thicker thicker champion versus a smaller contender, and it's just like a, a difference of size. Just a dominant champion. A yeah, dominant champion versus a yeah. small uh, Asian-American lady. Uh, <laughs> she, she is very talented. Um, yeah. I'm not, not a huge she's fan awesome. of Nyla Rose, but uh, I think she's going to I think she's going to win this here and uh, move forward. Move on, move forward, and I, I guess the plan was maybe Statlander or, or Britt Baker would be the next contender, but we'll see what we'll see what happens we'll see. there. Yeah. All right, so we got the AEW TNT Championship. Uh, uh, prestigious belt, prestige. The yes, ultimate prestige. Uh, up there with like you know the the Black Winged Eagle uh, with on its level of prestigiousness. Um, Cody versus Lance Archer. Who you got? You go first, Phil. Why doesn't Cody go by Cody Runnels instead of just Cody? Only reason. He's he's. I mean, when, having one name means like you've made it. You I know, so, when yeah. you're like, yeah. when you're Cher, or Prince, or you know, Madonna, Madonna, Beyonce. Drake. Yeah. yeah, you don't need you don't need two names. You know. Whew, I don't know how this is going to go here. Um, yeah. Giving it to Cody would be the smart move because he's the uh, the bigger name. You know. And and who and having the you know, inaugural TNT champion Lance Archer five years from now are gonna be like why, why was <laughs> well, he like based based on the history of AEW we know that they for whatever reason they are so afraid to push themselves that yeah. they he, he I can see him like folding over to Lance Archer and then going in interviews after the fact and just like making Lance Archer sound like he's just a certified superstar you know and I'm like dude. Put yourself over. That's what we paid for. You know? Yeah. 
we I say it every week on this show, and you can fast forward it because I'd say it every. Week. Kenny Omega is was would have been like the, the next AJ Styles in the WWE if he would have signed there, hundred percent. Yeah, they would have oh, used yeah, him. They, they would have used him right, and he is just nothing with AEW, and he is part owner of the company or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're definitely not doing it right, and I think the sad think thing about right. this is you can't go backwards. Like that's the thing. Like it, they they set this precedent now that like why like people who were not did not know who Kenny Omega was before he came in, and we take for granted that everybody knows who these people are: the Elite and Kenny Omega, and you know like Bullet Club and all this stuff that people don't know. Like we're like next level deep dark hole nerdy right like the average viewer who's viewing this doesn't know who kenny omega is they may have heard his name they may have heard who the 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 bucks are or cody you know but they don't know and these guys are like waiting in the wings like trying to put over these like younger talents just because they're they don't want to be like wwe where you like they push themselves to the moon but again that's what we signed up for we signed up we we put our faith in you because you guys started this company we wanted to see you Right, we didn't want to see. Like, we do want to see these other people, but we want like certified champions that we can believe in to get this thing rolling. Right, uh, to make the to make these titles matter, to make these matches matter, to make these pay per views matter. A couple, a couple things uh, on what you said because you're 100 percent right. They they should have. They were worried about the Smarks like crucifying them for like pushing themselves, which is what they should have done. And number two, putting young people over. Lance Archer is 43 years old. Well, he, he I, got I, guess, ma- no, I, know, I know, I know, I know. That's not what you meant. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm not saying, but he got married in 1995. I was, I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> Come on, that's how old this dude is. Like, if you're gonna put over MJF, that's one thing. But if you're gonna put over Lance Archer as your first champion, like, no, yeah. Cody should fucking win this. I'm going Cody. Okay, Marco. Yeah, no, I'm going Cody on this one as well. Um, I think we're both. Gonna, because- I think we're both gonna be wrong. I, I do. I really well, do. I, I, well, hold on. Don't forget, there's a there's a wild card in this um, thing. Someone's presenting that belt to oh. the winner. Oh, Tyson. Uh, okay. Yeah. And um and and uh, Jake the Snake alluded to the fact that like if Mike Tyson gets in Lance Archer's face, he'll knock Mike Tyson out. So mm-hmm. that's a little okay. tidbit right there. So he's definitely. I don't. I don't think he's winning. I could be wrong, but. I think I'm taking Cody, and Lance Archer is taking a punch from Mike Tyson. That's yeah, what I, that's maybe, my prediction. Maybe we get a Lance Archer. That's my bonus. Yeah. That's my bonus right there, just in case we're, I'm wrong. <laughs> that's my bonus point. Gotcha. Yeah, if there's if there's a tiebreaker, I'm coming back to that, and I'll, I'll Marco's going to get the over. Um, okay, so <laughs> last Wait, final match is going to be AEW World Championship, John Moxley versus Brody Lee. We've never like. I don't, I don't. I don't. Have you ever guys seen these guys fight before? No, oh, I, I don't. I don't think I have. I think this is like this president. is a match that we, we, yeah we've been waiting years for this. <laughs> God, yeah. This is this is wait. a match years in the making. I think that that would be a WWE headline. This has been decades in the making. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, it's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, who who starts here, Sheena? I forget. Uh, this one is going to be uh, Marco. Marco's got the the start here. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Jan Moxley, <laughs> just like how he says it. Jan Moxley. Yeah, no, he's a- <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send that on the uh, the group chat tomorrow because yeah, that's a good one. 
Jeez. Yeah, he's definitely he's retaining. There's no way he's losing. He just yeah. won the title. He's not losing to Brody he's Lee. He's not gonna lose to Brody Lee. I mean, well, I don't know. What do you think, Phil? Do you I think he's gonna right. lose to Brody Lee? No, 100 percent he's not losing the title to Brody Lee. But something has to happen here to make it like if this is the final match of the night, like Kenny Omega's coming back. He's gonna start another feud with John. He's already in the inner circle match. The stadium. Yeah, oh yeah. He's, he's, the elite he's match. in the old stadium stampede match. <laughs> Duh, yeah. what a classic. How about every right. did, wait, Marco, answer me this. On this week on on uh Dynamite, did did the uh did the the show end with a bunch of people brawling in the ring? Uh no, they brawled in the field, in the football field. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they, they, they changed, changed the setting it. a little bit. Changed yeah, it they, up a little. Different backdrop, you know, it gets a little boring brawling in the ring. You want to change the scenery a little bit and All brawl right. somewhere else. Well, the the picks are locked in, so um, this, this we are we really are in unprecedented territory. We have Marco competing for the yes. Chick Foley Prediction Championship, and we will announce a winner on next week's show. Once I um, once I beat Marco, I beat you. I'm just calling out all comers. I don't care. If yeah, he's it yet. <laughs> I don't care if it's Tom Sliney. I don't care if it's Marco's mu- wife. I don't care if it's Seth <laughs> yeah. Seth Phelps. <laughs> You know, other other podcasts that that copy everything we do. I don't care who it is. Um, yeah, I, this is going to be an open call after this. Yeah, open, like a U.S. open US challenge. Title. Yeah, U.S. title <laughs> challenge. We'll get somebody on here, Stack Guy Greg or somebody. I don't know. Um, all right, awesome. cool. So, are you guys going to be watching this? I'm not watching. Uh, this. Yes, you yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to need you to hold your phone up to you, the TV. You would you would act like you you would think we had a podcast or something to do. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, if, I, if I find a free stream, I will. You know, yeah. I mean, let me just let me just say for the record, I do think that it is BS that they are still charging fifty dollars for this pay per view. Uh, this is yeah, not even. It, a, it this is, is not a fifty dollar card of wrestling matches here, dude. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, if if it was a regular show, whatever. But the fact that it's like an audienceless um, event, I feel yeah. like they should have cut people a deal. You know. All right, let's get outside the squared circle now. This is sponsored by our friends at Collar and Elbow. Uh, you can find them at collarandelbowbrand.com. You can use our code there for 10% off. It's Chick, and uh, we appreciate that. They have some really great T-shirts there. And um, uh, we finally saw the the season finale of Dark Side of the Ring, Owen Hart, the, the last days of Owen Hart, I believe is what it was called. This was the highest viewed episode of the season. Myself, Marco, and Sheena went live in our Facebook group on a Zoom chat with uh, with a bunch of our Patreon subscribers, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I think we should start doing that more often after like shows and stuff, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it was very obviously depressing, but it was just kind of like made made me mad because of you know seeing someone's life end, which could have easily been avoided. Uh, what were your what were yeah. your thoughts, Sheena, overall on the episode before we get into some of the nitty gritty? Overall, like just I I thought it was a really good portrayal of Owen as a person. Um, I know that was like Martha's intent when she like partnered with Dark Side Dark Side of the Ring is just to like you know show Owen as something other than just the wrestler, right? Like you know the the thing that we know him as, um, and really just kind of get into that like family man aspect, like just making him appear, you know more than just blue blazer more than just the king of hearts and i thought it did a really it was a really good portrayal of that showing him with his kids and his wife and all of that um it was a super heavy watch i mean i 
I mean, we all know it's it's like it's like when you're watching Titanic, like you know the ship is gonna sink, right? But you're still just like so tense the whole time, like hoping, like you know, maybe maybe something will happen. You know what I mean? Like maybe something will happen and come in and like save it. But you know, like the 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 how it, how it all ends and how it all plays out, and it doesn't get any easier to watch, even you know, twenty plus years later, right? Sheena, that was exactly. I was watching that thinking that same thing, and I and I do that all the time about like yeah. depressing stuff like god maybe is this really like this really happened like but what yeah. if what if something didn't like what if he just said no i'm not doing this your like, mind your mind can't comprehend it so it kind of like yeah. tries to protect itself i think that's what happened like your yeah. mind is just like oh, okay well, let's be hopeful here let's be hopeful here even though you know like this is a this is a freaking like documentary of someone's life. You know what I mean? It's not like it's just fiction where you can just change the end or nonfiction or fiction where you can just change the ending. Um, it, it is legitimately, you know, what happened. And even though we all know what happened, it's just kind of like that, like, you know, hopeful part of our humanity that is holding on to some glimmer. Right. Marco, some of the, we, we, we coined this phrase in our, our, uh, private chat. Uh, the peasants, some of the peasants on Twitter. This is what we're, this is what we're <laughs> going to call people that have stupid opinions like this. Some of the peasants on social media uh, were criticizing Martha Hart. Martha Hart, I guess was that her name? Martha Hart. Martha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Martha, um, yeah. About um, you know, kind of barring her kids from wrestling or like suing the WWE and all this stuff. Like, mm. you know, her husband died because you know he f- he fell from like eighty feet up. Unnecessarily, Phil. Yeah. Unnecessarily. And like I said in the chat, in our, our live chat, like even if it would have went out without a hitch, like without any problems, it's no one would have cared. Like it wasn't like it was that cool. It wasn't like the Shawn Michaels entrance. It was made to look yeah. stupid. It was made to look stupid from the beginning. Yeah, it's you know? it's very it's very very sad and like to me. So I knew all the events leading up to it. I knew they had you know, switch to a, a quick release harness. I knew that all of that had happened and it was just like, it was negligence, but actually seeing it, that's the first time I ever actually seen the clip that was attached to the harness that was hold, like supposed to hold Owen. And it, it made my stomach drop. It made me just like physically feel ill that anybody could see that and know what it was, know that it was a sailboat clip with a, with a quick release function. And, not think to themselves like why would we hook a 240 pound man up to this like over a hundred foot like like free fall you know and it i don't think that she i think for a long time you know I, i i made an instagram post about this earlier like right after i watched the episode is that I see it through different lenses now. I mean, as a 13-year-old, it's horrible, and you kind of just, like, disassociate. You're like, oh, well, Owen was 34. That feels older. Like, sometimes these these tragic things happen to older people, right? Now, as a 34-year-old, I see how unimaginably tragic it is. Also, as a wife and a mother, if something like this happened to my husband, who, you know, I've been with since I was 17 years old, so I have that same connection that she had with Owen. You know, I mean, we grew up together. We've, you know, been together. We have a family together. If his life, if Seth's life ended on something like this that was completely avoidable and completely negligent, like, I would have went to the same lengths, and I would do exact... I, I feel like as a mother to a mother, yeah, I would have... You spend the rest of for, your life to, like, yeah. make, make sure it was right. Like, exactly. And protecting his legacy and being, being, not allowing the people who, 
allowed this horrible thing to happen to your husband to have the power to um, spin his legacy however they see fit. Like, I, I, I get it. And I spent a long time, you know, Bret Hart is my favorite wrestler, and Bret like, wants Owen in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't agree with Martha, Martha's decision to, like, you know, deny the fans that and deny Owen's legacy that. Um, and for a long time, I felt like I sided with Brett. I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if Brett feels that way, surely Martha has done something. You know what I mean? Surely, like, she's being a little bit, like, um, what's the word? Like, vindictive, right? Or she's just trying to stick it to WWE or deny the fans. But now hearing her her podcast that she did with Jericho, I mean, she still appreciates the fans and loves the fans and all this stuff, you know, but she's just being protective over the person that she loved most in this world and protecting his legacy. And she's actually, and she's not just like keeping him from having a legacy, she's building a better legacy, which I think is like so telling, right? Like she has the Owen Hart Foundation and she's like put all of her energy and money and, you know, her kids are contributing and I think it's just such a better legacy than just being like oh yeah he could be in this like you know quote unquote hall of fame that actually doesn't really even exist you know uh, we're, we're totally burying the lead here this guy fell from the top of an arena died in the ring and they kept doing the fucking wrestling show yeah insane it's, it's... Marco insane yeah, I totally agree, especially uh, <clears throat> when they showed, uh, you know, Jim Ross talking about, like, he seen, like, the last, like, bit of it. Um, he didn't see the full fall. I think Jerry the King Waller seen the the brunt of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, just them having to, you know, continue on with the show is pretty insane. And them not knowing what to say or how to, how to do it. Like, he even said, it, like, everything was just free. Like he was just free flowing. He's just basically yeah. going whatever the flow. There's no script. Um, obviously, it's right. Like you said, it's wrestling. People think things are fake and all that type of stuff. And he's like, but you know, this this is real. He's like, we didn't know how to handle it. I mean, it. there was there was a dent in the ring, and there was blood on the mat. I mean, and there like other wrestlers had to come out and wrestle where a man had literally just lost his life on his, on his fresh blood that he had just shed on the ring. Yeah. Like it's, it's absolutely reprehensible. Like I can't even wrap my mind around it. And you know, it's like, I've known about this for so long, but I think just like the, the attention to detail that this brought out, you know, and kind of like the, like I said, in the, and she, I guess she did a good job making Owen like a, a family man and like really bringing that aspect out. And I think that really kind of like, like flipped my, perspective on it a lot you know versus like oh this is just a tragic thing that happens to wrestlers tragic things happen to wrestlers all the time it's just the nature of the industry it's the nature of the beast you know when you whenever you become a wrestler you know that you're putting your body on the line um this was just completely like she she said it in the documentary she said vince just swept owen to the side like he was trash and just kept the show going and to me like I mean that I, I I can't disagree with her. To, I can't disagree with the way that she feels there because it is it is just it's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, we talked about this kind of like a fantasy booking of season three for um, Dark Side of the Ring because they, you know they they hit some pretty heavy topics in season two here. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about CM Punk, um, him you know the his rise is kind of basically the the anti hero in WWE and then just leaving with some of the medical questions and 
you know, leaving at the top of his game and just not coming mm-hmm. back. And he's still, you know, we don't know if we'll ever wrestle again. Uh, other people said Eddie Guerrero, Jeff Hardy. Do you guys have any other uh, suggestions for some some topics for season three? I'm sure they'll they'll find some. Yeah, on the on the other night in the group chat, I talked about I would like to see a China documentary yeah. and just kind of like d- deep diving into you know what happened after her separation from the company and then like you know her her pleas to get into the Hall of Fame and you know I mean she was like you know campaigning for herself for years to get into the Hall of Fame you know and then obviously her untimely death and all that kind of stuff I would I would just like to kind of like deep dive into you know how all that played out and kind of its impact and stuff. Any ideas, Marco? Any suggestions? Uh, yeah, so the same thing. Definitely, uh, Warrior would probably be a good one. Um, mm-hmm. where, where he's still attached to the uh, WWE. I'm not sure how that would work. Because um, he has oh, that, yeah. that Warrior Award and all that stuff. True. Uh, but the other one would be, I, I would like to see something on like kind of like the click um, and all the stories. I was actually just thinking of that after we had our thing. Um, all the stories that come out, like how they kind of like ran the company almost mm-hmm. yeah yeah with Vince and like all those like yeah. stories and stuff like that i like to get them the deep dive into that stuff just hear the stories from the guys who used to work for the company back then and how all that stuff went about um yeah but yeah the owen hart the owen hart episode was the highest rated or the highest viewed of the entire series uh up into that like benoit was obviously you know the the top of the series and then they finished with owen hart and it it beat it out by like what like twenty thousand yeah, uh views yeah. right marco yeah so yeah i think benoit was like 300 or um 329 000 and i think uh owen hart was like three hundred forty nine thousand pretty cool stuff yeah great uh great series they the guys that run that show the dark side of the ring were on the uh the major wrestling figure podcast uh yeah that was a good that was a good interview Mm -hmm. yeah good stuff um rest in peace to our uh you know wrestling community member shad gaspar who was we we uh we we, uh we talked about it on the uh the facebook group and on social media he went missing uh earlier this week uh went swimming in the ocean with his family uh, there was some sort of riptide situation. Uh, the yeah. lifeguards tried to save him. He he told him to save his son first, which is like, you know, breaks my heart. And uh, oh, yeah. he, his body was found a couple days later, and he must have, like, just gone underwater and, you know, not been yeah, able to get the, back up. Yeah, the riptides, I mean, they're just, they're just, f- like, furious, you know? I mean, they, they pull you out, and it's just, I mean, it's Mother Nature, and she's, an unruly bitch you know and it's it's horrible and it's unthinkable and the fact that he the fact that he had the presence of mind and you just like as a parent you know we're all parents here that like you you always say that you would die for your kids you know what i mean like if it came down to it like you would die for your kids and to to know that like that is like a legitimate instinct you know what i mean he like had like he knew like i may not make it but you like you gotta save my son like that's the most heroic and like heartbreaking thing about this about this whole thing is just like his yeah. ability to put put another's life before his own and you know i i missed a lot of the crime time era that was kind of in my dark period but just the the outpouring of support and love and just all i mean the kind words and i know you know when people look back on people you know after they've passed away like you know we look back on people with rose colored glasses but this doesn't feel like that this feels like genuine like this guy was just like 
an amazing human, an amazing person, just a light in everyone's life that he like was a part of. And you can feel that through the wrestling community and all the people that he came in, came in contact with. Uh, a couple of things are our, our good buddies over at Collar and Elbow who are sponsoring this uh, segment. Uh, they uh, are, they, they made a Shad Gaspar t-shirt, which you can get on their website. All the proceeds go to his family uh, so, which is, which is super awesome. And it's a pretty cool mm-hmm. looking shirt. And I can tell you from experience, the, the t-shirts from collar and elbow are super soft, awesome t-shirts, high quality. I definitely recommend it. And, uh, what better way to, to support, uh, the wrestling community than buying that shirt. And our good buddy, Shino from the wrestling classic, he interviewed Shad just a couple weeks ago, which is insane. Yeah, Justin over at the Wrestling Classic um, is a, a good friend of Chick Foley. Um, just just good people. He has his own podcast, so if you don't listen to the Wrestling Classic show, you absolutely should. But yeah, a couple weeks ago, um, he interviewed Shad, and it was just like a really good like two two friend like it just felt like two friends kicking it. I know they've met and they they knew each other from the past and stuff, but um, it was a really really good interview. He posted a lot of clips of it, like highlights of it, on his Instagram. Instagram, so definitely go check it out. It's at the Wrestling Classic, um, but yeah, it's just it's just kind of surreal when you know, like I know he just like he just talked to him, and then all of a sudden like he's gone. You know, it really just kind of puts life life into perspective. So um, definitely go check out that interview. Yeah, really good stuff. Uh, you know, hearts go out to them and his and his family. But uh, you know, it's just uh, it seems like he was well loved by everyone who's ever mm-hmm. come in contact with him which is you know makes it even harder at some points but uh yeah and but i mean it's, it's one of those things that like you could only hope for you know what i mean like it's like if if something were to happen to me i i hope that people talk about me and love me as much as you know as like you you could only hope for that that kind of outpouring of love and support after you know you pass away um and that's really like leaving a legacy and i think that's what life is all about so super super cool and i think you know it's it's going to be something that his son will be able to look back on and be like so proud that his dad had an impact on so many people all right let's get into our go figure segment the money. here we go money talks here comes the money Right, it's hard to get out there and do fig hunting right now there's a pandemic going on F that coronavirus, okay? Still can get online, still can buy stuff. This is my favorite segment of the week. Talk about the stuff we bought. Uh, I just got a package delivered from our buddy Hastel Toy. I almost filmed it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first here. I almost filmed this because it was it was literally the saddest unboxing video you'd ever watch. It was uh, a package from our buddy Hastel Toy. I opened the package. There was a smaller package inside. And then that was wrapped up in some bubble wrap. And there was a smaller envelope inside of that. And then a smaller envelope inside of that. And my wife was like, what the hell is this? And it was just, I bought the Mountie shock stick for my Hasbro. Wow. Yeah, for my Hasbro. A little, and I posted on Twitter. And it's just like a little like toothpick size. I'm like, God, I mean, I didn't have it, so I had to get it. I mean, the the thing about that is, is like, yes, it's it's small and unimpressive. That's what she said. <laughs> but um, but it's like those those Hasbro accessories are legitimately like that. Those are the things that make your collection. You know what I mean? Like you got to have the snake for Jake. You got to have um, Frankie for Coco. You know, Frankie, is that his name? Did I say is that right? I think so. I think that is right. 
Yes, it is definitely. It's definitely Frankie. Okay. Yeah. Yes, you gotta have Frankie for Coco. You know, I mean, you gotta have you get the the accessories make the figure, man. So, yes, 100%. um, you know, I um, think I think you did, you made a good purchase there. A good brother, Michael Lanham, uh, turned me on to this guy. Belts four figures two zero one seven on eBay. Uh, he's love a, love those extra numbers. Yes, yes, but uh, he is a uh, a seller on eBay that does a lot of um custom stuff he does like the scepter he does the razor ramon necklace he does the hat he does the belt the, the million dollar man belt that the hacksaw there's a re- reproductions uh the 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 boss man nightstick so and they're like a lot of like four of them four different things for like 25 26 bucks so if you want to avoid having to pay stuff you know big money for these little tiny pieces of plastic and uh you don't care if they're reproductions uh, I definitely recommend you check them out. I, I've thought about it. They have the demolition helmets. They have all the little stuff, almost everything except for the the honky tonk man guitar and um, some of the other things. So um, I do want to talk about before I get into some of my other stuff. Uh, the prices of Hasbro's on eBay. I literally put a bid in the other day. I was a little drunk off of high noons, a little nooners, Marco. And um, I put a $500 bid on a one, two, three kid Hasbro loose that ended at around $900. What the hell? Were you really going to pay $500 <laughs> wow. for it? Or was, were you yeah, just like I trying have, to drive a price? I have $500 that I was set as this is the last Hasbro I need to finish. Of course, of course, the last Hasbro I need is, of course, the one that's skyrocketing. I remember months ago, it was like two, $300. It'll come back down, I man. Agree. It, I agree. W- it 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 will definitely come back down. I, I think it's just like things are hot right now, and you just gotta wait it out. See, I'm not mad because I I don't play the stock market, but I own stocks, and stocks go up and down. And some people are blaming the major the major brothers about this. It's 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 bullshit. Like there's a lot of factors that go into us. Everyone is home right now. Okay, they're all going through their toys, or they're all sitting on oh, you know, yeah. stuff. They're they're not selling you know Hastel toys that are right. You know, people aren't selling you know they're not getting rid of these. They're, they're people. Yeah. There's more, there's people more are sellers than buyers. Yeah. yeah, and um, people have these these uh, stimulus checks. They want to spend their money. They got their tax refunds. They want to spend their money. It's just not a good time to buy. But the people that are complaining on on social media get over. I mean, this figure came out. Three decades ago, Sheena, you've had a lot of time yeah. to buy you've this had, thing. You've had thir- you've okay, had you've had a lot years. of time. So, like, <laughs> I can't be mad. I can't be mad right now. I could have bought this thing two years yeah. ago, a year ago, for half the price. That's just how yeah. it goes. Okay, it is how it goes, and you never know what. I mean, I've collected like tons of things over the years. I mean, we have. I mean, we've been sneakerheads. I like I, this is probably something that my wrestling people don't know about me, but I used to collect vintage dishes. Like I would go to thrift stores and like hunt through and collect like vintage Pyrex and Fire King and all these things, right? And you never know what piece is all of a sudden just gonna like skyrocket in value you know what i mean and if you don't get it at the right time or before the right time or if you put it off like i mean like you said i mean this stuff has been around for 30 40 50 years and then all of a sudden like now you're mad because you didn't get it before like dude you know i mean the heel husband i told you guys last week like is wanting to get back into the hasbro game right and i'm like seth we picked the worst possible time to get back in into the hasbro game and he's like that's okay we're, we're in no hurry you know yeah. but at the, at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God. There's no way. You couldn't pay. Like, I, there was no way I would pay five, 
$600 for a one, two, three kid Hasbro. Like no effing way. I know that, that was my, that was my limit, which, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be, there was still like 12 hours left in the auction. So I knew it was going to be the final bid, but I wanted to throw it in there. So uh, I posted the picture and it went like, you know, kind of viral because people were retweeting it, but I did pick up from Hasbro fanatic on Instagram. The, uh, I talked about this last week. It finally came in like the day after we recorded last week. Uh, Undertaker Series Eight with a uh, with a reproduction jacket. Full disclosure. Mm-hmm. So uh, this figure is going for like two three hundred dollars with the original jacket. Uh, the jacket that came with it is like amazing looking. It's like made for the figure, and I got it for one hundred thirty bucks, uh, which I was happy with. Um, so that was my next to last Hasbro. Now I just have the one two three kid. Uh, I was very happy with that. Um, I did a nice little order on homage homage homage.com one of our awesome sponsors h-o-m-a-g-e you can use our code chick for uh 20 off there they were doing buy a shirt basically buy a shirt get it i mean their shirt will search like 32 dollars. you're getting two shirts Mm -hmm. for 45 dollars plus the 20 off so i bought myself a shirt i bought my wife a shirt i bought my kid a shirt i bought a uh, mask to wear around uh didn't i just told my shirt my wife i'm like i'm buying you a shirt like what they don't have like women's sizes, but I just got like a you know medium or large, you know, men's yeah. size, whatever. Uh so I got her I got her the ECW uh logo shirt. I got myself uh the uh little Bulls championship throwback shirt and uh nice. I forget what I got my son, I think a Royal Rumble shirt or something. Their their shirts are awesome. Definitely check them out. We we uh we're super happy to partner with them and get a get a promo code with them because they are they do some really good stuff. Uh, so that was that. I got a couple Kurt Angle fig- Jacks figures from our buddy Kyle Peterson. Uh, but the Peace Day Resistance, this is my first month ever, Sheena, of the Pro Wrestling Crate. I know you said you got the very first. Pro the OG, crate. baby. Yeah. 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 So this is my first one ever, which was pretty cool. I had uh, a bunch of good stuff. I had a uh, autograph hangman page, uh, 8x10. I had a couple, uh, an all-elite t-shirt, had a moxley t-shirt had the matt cardona uh what do you call it little little figure that comes in inside the micro brawler micro brawler had a uh, cody Rhodes like a uh, book that i've been actually been reading to my son he actually really enjoys it uh, and a bunch of other cool stuff a pin uh, uh marty marty the villain pin so it was pretty cool i've sold some of the stuff already because i'm not a huge you know aw mark uh or fan but uh i sold some of the shirts i sold the pin already to our good buddy Chad Roberts, so uh, I'm excited about get, getting the next uh, crate uh, with the uh, Kurt Hawkins or Brian Myers uh, micro brawler. But uh, you know, I unboxed it on our Facebook page. It's a pretty cool little thing. It's like 45 bucks. I've already made my money back. So if you're if you've never ordered the Pro Wrestling Crate, it's a pretty pretty nice little setup. Uh, you get like five or six different things. You get a I got a Cactus Jack DVD. Which is yeah, and the cool. fact that they give you the fact that they give you two T-shirts like that's yeah. what I always loved. That's what I always loved about Pro Wrestling Crate is that like you know there wasn't just like one little cheapy T-shirt. Like they give you two nice T-shirts, yeah. and I, I all the ones I got like over. The, I mean, there was some that was kind of like it was not my favorite, but for the most part, they have pretty unique designs, and it's not stuff that oh, you're just yeah. going to see at every you know every place. I mean, they're Pro Wrestling Crate exclusives a lot of times, so it's just. Good stuff. I always liked our pro wrestling crate. I canceled it before we moved, and I just never, yeah. I just never re-upped. But yeah, I mean, back in back in 2015, when it was like I was like, oh, Cactus Jack, or I was like Mick Foley's like putting together a wrestling crate. Like, uh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, the, the Moxley shirt was 
was pretty sick. So I sold both of those and I was kind of like, eh, but you know, I just sold them. And I think I'm, I think I'm going to keep the hangman page autograph photo. When that hangman page figure comes out, maybe we'll do like a giveaway for the, uh, the Patreon folks. So, uh, cool. So that was pretty cool, and uh, that was about it. I, I didn't get anything. I got the uh, the, the mounting stick from the Hastel uh, sale, and that was uh, that was it for me. I oh, uh, we did get the uh, Elite seventy six in the mail from our friends at Ringside. You got mm-hmm. that in the mail, right? Yep, it came um, yesterday. I got I got that case, and so I got. I'm gonna unbox them this weekend and do some recording and stuff. But yeah, Elite seventy six, so good. Got um, the heavy machinery, Lacey, uh, Edge or uh, Brood, Christian. Uh, John Cena, and then who am I missing? Who is the other elite seventy six? I said I said Lacey Evans. Um, uh, John Cena, Strowman, Braun Strowman, Strowman. That's who Strowman. it is. Strowman. That's the missing link. Yeah, and that's the Strowman face actually looks like so freaking good. I, I mean, we have a thousand Strowman figures, but it was like I, I was looking at it through the packaging, and I was like, this looks like the detail on the face looks so damn good. Um, as far as like what I got this week, I got. Um, Lots of lots of chalk line shorts. The heel has been. I'm like, I'm like Seth. You could literally wear a different pair of shorts every day for like six months and never wear the same pair of shorts. But he loves he loves his chalk line shorts. They are super comfy. When I was pregnant, I was rocking the chalk line shorts all the time, and they were just like the perfect like comfy lounging short. But I got him that pair of fiend shorts. It's got like uh, the Bray Wyatt on one side and then the fiend on the other uh we got the i just ordered them tonight i don't have them on hand yet but they just came out tonight was the ninja turtle shredder shorts super cool i got the outsiders wolf pack shorts which those like they sold out so freaking quick i was literally on the site at like eight minutes after seven and all the sizes were gone except for small and i like ran into Seth's um shorts drawer and i like pulled out all the shorts i'm like i think he can wear a small like if there's a pair of small shorts in this drawer i'm gonna go ahead and order him a small because um you know he'll be able to wear them one benefit of being a a littler dude in the world is that the chalk line stuff it always sells out in the larger sizes first so if you're a small dude um you, you probably have a pretty good chance of scoring what you need from chalk line but if you're like xl 2xl or above like that that stuff goes so damn quick um, so I got the outsider shorts in a small. I also got the HBK, the SummerSlam 95 shorts, like the blue and black. And yeah, and then Elite 76. I think that's all I've gotten this this week. So what about you, Marco? Did you, you copy anything? Yeah. So uh, this week I received my um, the Warrior from Hassel Toy from the, from the claim sale. So the oh, yeah. uh, Hasbro Series 3 showed yep. up. Um, from our friends so, on the inner circle. Oh yeah, from the inner circle and uh, and Bob as well. Oh Bob, kick yeah, in Bob. all. Awesome Bob. Yeah. So, so that, that was a funny it, story because yeah, we Hastel was doing the, the claim sale on the Facebook page, and you I guess you had stepped out for a minute. And yeah, it was yeah. right. It was right during bedtime routine. Yeah. It was. Like, yeah. So I was like, oh, God damn it, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, it showed up, and we were like, "Oh, we got to get this from Marco." So, like, I was like, oh, "Let's let's split it." And of course, uh, our good buddies Mike Lanham and Zach Egloff jumped in, and I I messaged both of them like, "Dude, just just send me like five ten bucks." And they both like went way over that, and I was like, oh, "God damn it!" So yeah, I mean, those those dudes are awesome. And Bob Bob threw in too, which was awesome, and uh, uh, so we were able to get that for you. And you came back in like, "Oh, I missed the warrior." I was like, "Nah, we got that for you, bro." 
Yeah, that was like, like, oh yes, please. Now, remember, Hastel pulled pulled out another warrior. He's like, here, I got you, Marco. Yeah, like, no, yeah. we bought that. We yeah, we no, bought dude. that one for yeah. Marco. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I was like, wait, what? Did how they, minty did was they that they thing too? It? That was pretty awesome. Like a good. Yeah, no, it was, he, yeah, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't messing around. It was. It was yeah. clean. Yeah. There's no no scratches or anything. No yeah. no scuffs. Worked. Yeah. I checked out the feet. The arms are flapping around everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Everything I've got from um, him have been uh, really good condition. So, yeah, no, he's no, he's he's a real deal. Uh, doesn't mess around. Um, so the other kind of like haul that I got was uh, it's kind of like a, a warrior haul, a bitty warrior haul. It was a the uh, I finally got the retro warrior in from the retro line, so that showed up. Um, a warrior dad hat. It's like a black and like silver hat with a warrior logo on the front and then a tiny one in the back. So definitely be rocking that all the time. Especially if we do our zoom or whatever chat we're going to do, you'll see me rocking that constantly. Um, what I did have was the elite, uh, flashback warrior where he has like that, like flesh singlet. It looks like, like muscle. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like an anatomy, uh, chart. Yeah. Yep. So got that. And then, uh, had some Owen ones that I didn't have, so the uh, I got the uh, uh, the WrestleMania 15 Too Tough uh, three, the two pack with him and him and The Rock, where he's wearing the uh, Danger. Yes, yeah, uh, that and then the uh, I'm trying to remember what the other one is. There's another. I'm so lost right now. There's so much, so much stuff like showed up. I was like, ah. Um, there was the uh, oh the Series 11 Owen. Two from the uh, superstars, the Jack superstars. Then he has a long hair. Um, that Owen in the I did. I was looking for the the Bendham Owen, but that one just like skyrocketed. Uh, not not the Rocket Owen Hart, but just like it just went up yeah. price, obviously, because after the after the episode, like literally everything shot up. So if you try to like get a blue yeah. blazer that was like twenty dollars maybe a few months ago, it's now like four to five hundred dollars. Um, his has yeah, his Hasbro jumped up too. From I was right, I was like, it's gonna, it was like two hundred dollars, and I think in our group chat, I was like, guarantee it's gonna jump three to four hundred dollars. I wasn't lying. I went on there just to check three hundred dollars. So wow. selling for four hundred dollars for the uh, for the <laughs> for the for the Owen Hart Hasbro. Yeah, the yeah, Owen like Hart the Hasbro. Card, yeah. yeah, yeah, the yellow card one. Yeah. So I, I knew that that episode was gonna like yeah like obviously he's obviously a great wrestler and. You know, he made us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gonna bring his like him to a new a new generation of people that never seen him wrestle before. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that figured that was gonna happen. All the young collectors out there that don't know any better, they're like, oh my god, this is three hundred dollars. I should pay three hundred dollars for this. But you're like, right. nah, bro, just wait, just wait till it goes down. But yeah, so yeah, just trying to finalize the own collection. I know it was like uh, the Stomp one too. I think I mentioned the Stomp two Owen with the. Uh, like the underwater gear and stuff like that that's mm-hmm. around up there and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm still looking for JYD Retro. Can't find oh, that anywhere. Dude. Don't don't <laughs> go on to our buddy at WWE Retro Stars. On, probably my favorite Twitter account. Uh, he's posting some pictures of uh, JYDs going for over 100 bucks. There's a retro. That is so crazy. Like, I mean, I just remember, like, I, I'm so mad. I'm like, Seth. I know. Do you, re- do you realize how many of these we walked by at, like, yeah, five below and, like, all the places? I mean, how how long these, these things hung on the shelves at freaking Target? And we just, Especially like, walked JYD. by them every single time. 
They were at oh. five below, and I was at like, no kid's going to grab this. No one knows who this guy is. Like, Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I'm like, seriously, Seth, like, now you want to get in after we've already like passed yeah, up all of them got, quit, they guys. quit making them? But I'm, yeah, I'm so interested the, uh, to see how you guys are going to build these because both of you picked the the worst. This is the worst. I mean, the uh, hopefully when <laughs> hopefully when five blows open back up, they have a bunch of these. Maybe I don't I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's possible. Somebody posted that they they were at their five below and there there was retros there. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, they they somebody was selling a retro ring for ninety nine dollars and ninety five cents that, that was sold on eBay, uh, sixty dollars for a retro Finn Balor. So. Uh, yeah, man. Um, oh, there was one more thing. Pro wrestling craze. So I did get that as well. Oh, Same thing. Okay, cool. Um, the other cool thing. So next month, if you just you're gonna stick around, obviously you so get I, the uh, Brian I, Myers I, right. Michael, yeah. So I, right I didn't do anything. I didn't like cancel or I didn't also sign up. So am I automatically gonna get the next one? Hopefully. Yeah, it's a subscription service. So if you like okay. your credit card declines or something like that, you're not getting it. Okay. So it's like a monthly thing. So it's just gonna bill you. And then you get the next month, right? But it's tag teams. It's tag team part four, and the tag teams are don't don't drive a tear right now. So it's the FTR. So Dax and Cash, they're featured mm-hmm. in it. Uh, the Brain Brothers, Arn and Tully, uh, the Steiner Brothers, okay, Edge and Christian, go. right? The North Page and Alexander, mm-hmm. the last tag team, Crime Time. Is featured. Oh, in it. No. And this oh, is, wow. mind you, this was mentioned before, and all this happened. Well, so yeah, I mean, kind of curious to see what they, what they, they have in the crate. Yeah, they curate these crates like months in advance. There's no, yeah. there's, there's no way there's it's a crime time shirt. Uh, but that would be awesome. I mean, that'd though. be pretty sick. That would that'd be, be sick. pretty sweet. What about what, what about eight by ten? Like a signed eight by ten. That'd be pretty awesome too. So like, this is gonna be like a sought after crate, not only because of the Brian Myers uh, micro baller, but because crime time's in it. Mm-hmm. Too, so I, I think so. I don't well. care what people say. I'm. I mean, I love the Major Brothers. I listen to every episode. I, you know, I'm those guys. I love. I'm. I'm Major bu- Mark. I, I, I'm Major Mark. Yeah, I, I'm a Patreon <laughs> subscriber for them. I bought these crates to get these two micro brawlers and sell these things, 100. percent Like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna screw people over, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my money back. But I've already got my money back. I sold that. I sold two shirts for thirty dollars shipped, which you know. For someone that didn't get the crate, thirty bucks, two shirts, like whatever, that's great. Yeah, I, I sold uh, Chad the uh, the pin for like ten shipped, and I threw another pin in that I had, so he was probably happy. Um, no, it's it's not a bad deal, but I mean, yeah, especially with with this next one coming out, you know, I think uh, my only my only concern would be they don't have a great relationship with. The, I think w, doesn't WWE do their own kind of crate type of thing? Yeah, they have WWE has it's called it's called Slam Crate. Yeah. yeah. Um. And they do their own. It's it's not as good at all. Like it's not nearly as. No, um, I never hear anything about it, so it can't be. Mm-hmm. Which which sucks because it could pr- could probably be awesome as many people as they have under license and you know as as right. much money as they have behind their company. But you know, that's a story for another day. So, um, that is. I, I feel like I'm missing something. Um, uh, you're you're missing that. Um, we we totally skipped over. Oh, I guess I added this on my own because I guess it could have struck me a little bit different than it probably struck you guys. But Cornette like ripped into oh yeah Be- right. Becky Lynch uh, and, over and Dana. Oh. And, well, and Dana, but he. I mean, he really. I mean, he. No, I guess what he, he went said in about on... my girl Dana was unexcusable. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, you shouldn't say that about anybody ever. But no. the fact, yeah, the fact that he says these kind of things, like I. He he's the worst. He is the worst kind of you human know, being. He is he is he is bad. He is a terrible person. 
but mm-hmm. on that on that fucking show on Dark Side of the Ring, oh, I, he's I love so him. good. I love him. He, oh yeah, well yeah. I mean that, that that's where he thrives. When I mean, he, that, yeah, when that, he's that, just talking wrestling, when he's just being in a, if he just worked in a, a wrestling re- museum and and showed you around, he, he's he's perfect. But when when he opens his his freaking fat gums and and talks about something, you know. Oh um, yeah, it was. I mean, he he literally was like, you know, she can deal with her mood swings and her stretch marks and her distended stomach and her hemorrhoids and her hormones when she's not like um, when she's not signed to make a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like, what the <laughs> like what the f? You know what I mean? Like, it it literally was just like the most disgusting thing especially coming from a man like i don't know why i mean it would it would have been bad i mean i know shana cut that promo i mean all that's like you know um kayfabe but i mean i know shana cut that promo and i was like damn shana you know but when coming from a man especially yeah especially um coming from um like an old school like guy i know like deep down like he really feels that way you know what i mean like i know that's not that's not just that's not just an act like he's legitimately like like talking about mothers and like pregnant women that way it is just like the most disgusting thing and seth rollins responded he was on um what's Corey's show after the bell that was called um Graves, yeah, he was on After the Bell, and he said, you know, how misogynistic it was, and he he said, you know, it just really caught me off guard because Cornette's like a legend in this industry, and he worked with Cornette while he was at Ring of Honor, and the fact that he could say something so terrible about, you know, his, he said, listen, I also caught this was the Easter egg. He said, you know, he's talking about my wife, and I was like. Your wife? What? Oh, I think it's secretly married. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then he corrected himself. Like in the next sentence, he's like, "Oh, my fiance." And I'm like, "You, you just said she was your wife. Like, wait a minute, what is yeah, happening?" That's not a slip up, I would uh, expect. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so it was. Uh, I, I definitely caught on to that. So I'm like, "Oh man, I bet they secretly got married." You know, um, but I mean, Becky is 34 years old. Like, let's be real here and let's talk biology. Like. I don't think, and Becky's not, I don't think, everybody's just saying she got knocked up, and that just pisses me off, too, because she didn't, I mean, I don't think she just got knocked up. You know what I mean? Like, Becky's a 34-year-old woman. She's managed to not get pregnant up until this point. She knows how it happens, yeah. right? Like, I mean, she's yeah. not a she's not a freaking idiot, <laughs> right? Like, it, it's not it's not rocket science not to get pregnant. So, I don't think that all of a sudden she's just like, oh, no, I don't know how this happened. Like, oh, God, what am I going to do? No, like, she's 34. She wanted to start a family. They started a family, and that's that's it. They're both happy. Like, why is everybody getting so pissed off that Seth Rollins knocked her up? Like, that is so sexist. I, I, can't, even, I can't even take it. 100%. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to our next segment, let's go back. The New Japan Wave 2 figures were were uh, announced by Super 7. Hopefully they'll be announced. Uh, hopefully they'll be per, for pre-sale from uh, our buddies at ringside. But it's uh, Bushi, Tanahashi, Naito, and Evil. Uh, I, I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, I, don't I, I don't I just I don't watch. <laughs> I don't watch. And I don't watch uh, yeah, uh, New I Japan. Yeah, you know, same. There's, there's enough wrestling for me to watch uh, in in the states. You know, I wish I've heard good things about all of them. I just don't know them. Yeah, but uh, they, these are pretty fire looking figures. Super Seven always kills it. I mean, they do some really good work. Uh, so make sure you use code Chick Foley for ten percent off when they do become. Yeah, you you go, you gonna need to save that extra money. I think those figures are like what forty bucks a piece or something like that. Yeah, they yeah, are expensive. But they, the, the <laughs> pack, they they the are not cheap. Cool. 
we, they come with like a ton of accessories on from one figure. It's like you you talk about like the elites have like two sets of hands. They come with like eight sets of hands for like each character. It's insane. Nice. Uh, go, going back real quick to Elite seventy six that you just got uh, Sheen in the mail from Ringside. I'm not trying to sound like a, a shill for Ringside. I would if you are want, you not if you want these kidding. figures. I would order them now. I do not know what's going to happen with Walmart and Target with what's going on. We are on. legitimately in unprecedented yes. territory. Yeah, we're unprecedented times. Hashtag yeah, exactly, unprecedented yeah. times. But seriously, I, you know, if you want them, spend the ten extra dollars or or seven extra dollars once you use our code uh, for ten percent off to to get these in hand because I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, figures yeah. have not been shipping. They're they're prior, yeah. pri- prioritizing more important stuff. They don't really care mm-hmm. about sending toys uh to stores right now and they're already like i know the otis is already on a back order uh yeah. from ringside uh so i would definitely jump on them now if you can uh my buddy dara sent me a message that i think one of the uh, uk websites was saying that the uh the, the uk folks are not getting uh the next wave of uh the ultimate editions which usually mm. means that uh they're gonna be in short demand so they're kind of cutting cutting bait on that so that's with John Cena and Becky Lynch. So, as we uh, head into the you know the holidays here, the rest of the year, I, I just I, to be safe, I would if you want something, spend, yeah, spend the extra money. Yeah, exactly. Like if it's a figure that you're like, oh, if I see it out, like I'll grab it. Like you know, no big deal. But if it's a figure that you want, like, if you know you want heavy machinery for your collection, like just do it. You're not going to regret going ahead and just like securing them and not having to stress about running to every Walmart and target during a freaking pandemic to try to find them. (laughs) For sure. Uh, Let's get into our uh, quarantine and chill segment. Uh, Mm -hmm. We talked, we talked about the Owen Hart documentary. You need to watch that. If you haven't already dark side of the ring, Uh, our buddy, Mike Lanham sent us this preview for a new show on Amazon prime called a toy store near you. Which seems uh, pretty cool. It sounds like kind of like a the toys that made us, uh, but uh, more geared toward toy stores. Which is, uh, yeah. Did you watch the preview? I did not. I did not watch it. But there's... oh yeah, it's freaking awesome. So they basically go and like they're, they're fo- like following a bunch of um, toy store owners like across the country, and they kind of just like talk about what they do, what they collect, how they got into it, blah blah blah. Um, and then they actually kind of switch gears and talk about like how things have changed since the pandemic, you know, and like oh, how they're wow. ha- yeah how they're having to like you know um, basically like switch like turn their business and like do online orders and like going on social media and stuff like that versus like in, in, in store sales, um, and how it's like affecting their life, their livelihood and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, these places, they definitely need your support. A lot of these comic book shops and like, you know, toy stores and stuff like that, they're, they're working on paper thin margins to begin with. Like it's, it's usually just like a, a, a labor of love and like a passion for the hobby that gets these people through. Excuse you. Oh, sorry. Um, um so yeah i'm I'm super excited that's like totally right up my alley i love documentaries like that but it's called yeah i don't know when it comes out um it didn't have a date on it but yeah it's called a toy store near you there's a store not near me but it's in maryland called eternia eternia dreams in Tannytown, maryland which uh i've never i've never heard of this store which is an awesome aspect of this uh show like you know this is in my state there's a toy store called Eternia Dreams at, in Tannytown that I, I guess I'll need to go to now because I'm looking at some pictures of it. So uh, hopefully this will kind of in 
you know, ignite people into shopping at stores like this because uh, they definitely need. It. I don't. I don't want to see with this pandemic and everything. I don't want to see stores like this go away. Like this is so yeah, cool. I mean, like you know, I don't want to have to shop just at WalMarts and Targets for the rest of my life. It's so sterile. Well, the sad thing is, is like these these are the people that are passionate about it. These are the people that are yeah. knowledgeable. These are these are the people that are in it for the love of the of they're in it for the love of the sport. You know what I mean? Like they they are truly collectors at heart themselves, which is why they got into this. Um and they're the kind of people you could like talk to about this kind of stuff versus like the Target or Walmart employee who's literally just working all over the store and doesn't have any one specialized like hobby, right? Like, like oh yeah, there's WWE figures here somewhere, right? Like you when you go to a toy store like that, you're you're gonna get answers from people because they put in orders for this. They know what's in their stores. Um, they know who wants it, they know what the market value is and all these things. So yeah, support these places, folks. For sure. Uh, so that'll be a cool show to check out. Are you guys watching anything uh, new? I know the I haven't watched that last ride episode two, Undertaker, but a lot of people are talking oh, about it. It's we, awesome. we did. We yeah, watched we watched it. it. Watched it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the Undertaker had a very graphic hip surgery in oh, the, oh, in the episode, and they it showed it. Yeah, they should have put like a warning before that. I believe. I feel like I, I feel like my eyes were like molested from that. I mean, it was just like all of a sudden you just see Taker in the ER, and I thought, oh yeah, they're gonna wheel him back, and then he's gonna wheel back, and he's gonna be in recovery, and Michelle's gonna be there, like you know, talking to him, blah blah blah. No, I mean they like pull out this drill that's like the size of my microphone here, and just like go to town on his uh, on his leg, and it and like they have a hammer and like a oh god. It's it's yeah. it's intense, but I mean that's just like a small part of the episode. Obviously, they're following him with his um with his match with John Cena at WrestleMania thirty. What was that three? Yeah, thirty three. Yeah, WrestleMania thirty three, and uh, how how that went and such. So anyway, he got to kind of redeem himself from the Roman match the year before. Yeah, uh, the other thing we we talked about a little bit in our oh our yeah show group chat was the. Uh, we both thought of this actually, which is kind of strange. Was mm-hmm. the, the me and Marco? Like, we we stay we stay on the same wavelength. Yeah, we're yeah we're like we're like on Frozen. We're like our mental synchronization. If you ever watch, uh, <laughs> oh Frozen. my god, uh, Marco! Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I, love I watch Marco that movie. <laughs> I watch that movie constantly because three we kids. finish each other's sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. But um, <laughs> the so we we were talking about how Vince McMahon the contrast. Of his oh, character in two different stark shows. Stark contrast, yeah. Stark contrast. So, like, if you watch this episode of The Last Ride, a big part of it is Vince McMahon is on it, obviously. Um, and you find out that, like, him and Undertaker are, like, the Boys. biggest romance. Like, they love each other. Like, they they tell you, they, I love you, I love you, I love you too. Um, Undertaker grabs him in a headlock and he's giving him nuggies and, like, all this crazy yeah. stuff. Like, and he, like... And they talk about how he like left WrestleMania uh, the year um, WrestleMania 30 when Undertaker was concussed. Oh, when he was concussed, yeah, he, yeah, he left, left. The freaking se- yeah left and yeah, went to the hospital man, to like, yeah. check on Undertaker. Yeah. yeah, I gotta leave. I gotta leave WrestleMania. I'm not dealing with this anymore. I gotta go see how he's doing. Like he yeah. left WrestleMania for Undertaker. And That's Undertaker, the- yeah, Undertaker makes <laughs> him feel like he's like affable. Like you'd be like, oh, Vince would be like such a, a, a good guy, and then all of a sudden you watch Dark Side of the Ring, and you're like, Vince is the devil. You know, like it's yeah. it's it's so crazy how you just get to see like both sides. Um, and it and it happened all in the same week, which was like very, like my mind was like, oh, I mean, granted, I I, I have the opinion that Vince is probably not the best 
person, you know, I mean, anybody who's that successful and that obsessed with something like they're missing some sort of human part of themselves <laughs> that, you know, us, us normal mortal humans have. Um, he's definitely missing something like some part of his heart, like the Grinch, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm of the camp that like, he's probably, he's not the, the greatest guy. He's a super successful business person. You know, he he's created this, you know, monster company uh, that gives us entertainment that we all have loved and enjoyed and obsessed over for years. But that doesn't make him a good person. Yeah, no. And then he like you see him get choked up too, where they like you hear the guy off camera ask him like, "Oh, what do you what do you like? What are you feeling towards the Undertaker?" And he's just like, "Oh, he's like cut he it, could, cut he it." Could, he, he couldn't, couldn't even, even speak. <laughs> he couldn't even speak. He was like, he. I mean, he got like it was like he swallowed a frog. Yeah, he got choked up, and he's just yeah. like, I can't, I can't, I can't say it. Yeah, but then, like, the, oh, the, wow, that was the, weird. Yeah, the next week they're going to kind of go into because now he's feeling good. He had a good match with John Cena. He's got a new hip, um, and then next week he's going into Crown Jewel oh, and oh. you know all all of the uh, the Saudi nonsense. So we're, we're, <laughs> we we went from downhill, we're back uphill, and now we're going back downhill. So yeah, they're they're showing all aspects of of Taker's last um, his, of his last ride. Yeah, but the, yeah, the the contrast was like the the way he was portrayed on the dark side of the ring at the same week. So like yeah, he had the Undertaker drop on Sunday, the Undertaker episode, which was like Vince McMahon's like all fun and loving and yeah. having this great relationship. He's, then, he's this great dad character. Yeah, then Tuesday you reminded not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a, he's a businessman. He cares about business. That's what he cares about. Yeah. Hundred percent. You know. Uh, so I mean, that's why he's made such successful you know, from from nothing and built it into a multi-billion-dollar company. But you know, on the way, you're going to have some trips and falls. But you know, def- definitely not a person. Yeah, I would you know, it's probably not the best expression <laughs> to use. Oh, um, yeah. So for watching re- recommendations, I actually got this from uh, Ryan uh, Belisle. Belisle, maybe. I'm probably butchering his last name. He's a member of the group. He's actually from New Hampshire, which is pretty sick. Um, he posted about uh, the Tubi app. It's like a free uh, TV app that you can download. Uh, you get like shows with ads and stuff like that. They actually have the four seasons of Lucha Underground oh, really? that you can binge I, watch. Yeah, I yeah. saw him post about that. Yeah, so that's a shout out to him for bringing that to my attention because I'm definitely gonna binge watch for Lucha free? Underground for free. Yeah, so it's free. You don't pay for it. Tubi, oh, Tubi is a free uh, TV app. It's probably owned by some company that owns all that stuff, yeah, so they can just put it out. All information, but yeah, they ask you for everything. Um, there's another app like that called Pluto TV, where it's like almost like a, it's an actual TV like, um, like a network almost, and you get like all these different theme channels and stuff like that. Like MTV's on it, VH1. So I'm assuming it's backed by somebody um, that owns all that content, but. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely uh, Lucha Underground. I've seen a few episodes. Um, it's really, it's if you want to see cinematic stuff, like they're probably the best at it. Obviously, WWE is going to be better, but they're all their show is centered around cinematic. Like it's like a drama almost. So definitely looking forward to watching that. Nice. My son is uh, balls deep in uh, Star, <laughs> Star Wars. You know. Oh, awesome. 
Yeah, I mean we're on the third. We're on uh, Return of the Jedi already, and um, I just bought a bunch of uh, Star Wars Lego figures from uh, eBay, which uh, is my go-to. Star Wars figures are expensive as hell. I've never bought any Star. Like, yeah. if you go on to like, we sold. Yeah, we sold all of our Black Series. We used to be Black Series collectors too, and we we got out of the game because we were like, okay, we we got too much going on. <laughs> I think uh, Tom Sliney is sending me some. We have a little. We have a little. Uh, we're doing like a little craft beer like trade ski going on. So he, I have some beers to send to him. He sent me a beer from uh, up in Massachusetts, and he's sending me some of his son's old. Uh, I think his son's like nine or ten, so he's kind of grown out of it. Some uh, some wrestling, some uh, Star Wars little uh, Imagine X figures. So uh, that hopefully will be here. I think it's coming tomorrow. So uh, that'll be a good rainy day present to give my son. Just play with this so I can uh, drink by myself and leave me alone, type of thing. But um, uh, it's been fun watching uh, the Star Wars movies with him. I haven't watched them in so long. You know, it's like from start to finish. So it'd be pretty cool. I don't know what, if I should go from the the prequels or the uh, the newer movies next. Newer movies, yeah. Prequels uh, are really? gonna be a, a prequels are gonna be above his head. He's not gonna like it. It's 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 not great. About and the I mean, they like of the uh, of the of the of the uh, yeah, and they like you know murder. Yeah, they like murder a bunch of little kids, so you know it's oh, probably yeah. not the True. probably not the best, um, you know. And it's visual. cool to see how Star how uh, Darth, Darth Vader became Darth Vader. That's the only cool part, you know. But yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But I think they'll definitely enjoy like BB-8 and Ray, and you know, I the newer movies are awesome. I, I love like the Force Awakens and all of those. Let's get into our random merch of the week. Uh, forgot to mention our quarantine and chill episode was uh sponsored by homage you can use code chick there for 20 percent off they always have a bunch of great deals going on they have more than just wrestling stuff they have sports and pop culture and and budweiser grateful dead shirts definitely check them out i i just gave our buddy zach egloff his uh rick flair shirt and he literally said i'm gonna burn all my other t-shirts and just buy <laughs> some homage shirts so uh yeah they're they're super soft and uh i did an unboxing on the uh, Twitter account, when, when it blew up. You know, I'm, I'm the king of unboxings. What can I say? People love to see my beautiful face, uh, but uh, <laughs> I think it was more so the uh, the homage shirts were just uh, on point. So check them out. Uh, let's get into our random merch of the week. This is a WWE talking soap, Marco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went on uh, eBay and I was like, I gotta find something really strange. Um, so I think I just like searched wrestling merchandise on eBay. And you wouldn't believe, like, the amount of stuff that's on. I'm actually saving one. If she doesn't have one for next week, I'm saving another one for next week. That's really, really odd. It's, it's, I can't even, I don't even want to say what it is because I don't want to be a surprise. But, yeah, so apparently WWE sold soap that had this, like, little thing that you could put your soap in that actually when you put it, so it's like, there's, like, this little, like, voice that's built into the soap. Then when you dunk it in the water, it would say like a phrase, depending on what wrestling you had. Yeah, it says, pick up the soap now. What? What? Yeah, Yeah. pick up the soap. What? Wash your damn balls. Oh, Um, my God. (laughs) Who'd they have? Do they only have Stone Cold or do they have other people, too? Um, Stone Cold's the only one I've seen. So far, I didn't see anyone else. But uh, This is is very appropriate for 2020, by the way. Yeah, wash your hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. wash your balls, wash your hands. Uh, and use Manscaped because you can use code Chick Foley for uh, 20% off of there and plus free shipping. 
Uh, you know, if you're on a submarine for multiple months, you come home to your wife, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you know, in the right state of mind, you know, right? You know what I'm talking about, Sheena? Oh, I know. Believe me, I know. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, you can, you can get this uh, talking soap, uh, Stone Cold Talking Soap for $29. Uh, that's Oh, no, no, that's 29 Canadian. This is Canadian. Canadian shit. dollars, yeah. It's so U.S. 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 that's, bucks that's a US, good deal. Yeah. Make an offer yeah. on this stuff. Dude, make an offer on this right now. Do, do $15. See if they take it. Let's buy something right here on the podcast. Clean, I'll, yeah, I'll send yeah, you yeah. the money. I'll send you the money. <laughs> wait, wait. Shipping is fourteen. Four, shipping is fourteen dollars. Yeah, no, that's too. Yeah, that's too much. No, yeah. that's not happening. That's not worth it. If, all I, right. if, it, if, it, if this that, was so. a Kurt Angle soap, like made of milk or something, I'd be all over it. I mean, doesn't have a signature that, on it, so that's a genius idea. Yeah, uh, Kurt we, Angle milk. We didn't soap. talk about Ringside Collectibles doing a Memorial Day sale. It's going on right now. WrestlingFigures.com. Uh, but you should use out. our code instead because it's the same thing. Yeah, you know you can still use our code. Yeah, you still can. Yeah, yeah. Like fully twenty ten percent uh, off. Don't yeah, you... more. I think Memorial only gets you ten percent off, so you may as well just use the chick code. Yeah, we get ten. You know I mean? Yeah, better than yeah. better than that. So yeah, it's USA ten gets you ten percent off, but Chick Foley gets you ten percent off. So yeah, ten point one percent off. Uh, you never notice. <laughs> never notice. <laughs> Uh, I, I have nothing really to watch lately on, on uh, I'm running out of shows. I'm, I'm really worried. I'm like in, in my mind, I'm kind of worried about like, uh, TV shows, like running out, like, are they recording TV shows now? Are they, are they filming stuff? Like what, 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 I know what am I going to watch end of this month though? In a week we have the new show from the makers of the office coming to Netflix called star star force or, uh, space force or something. I don't know. Steve I'm Co- not. I'm not. I'm not in the know. The, the most recent thing I watched is Van- Vanderpump Rules. So. Oh, that's awful. Uh, no, Steve Carell is in this though. Oh, Michael I Scott. love Steve yeah, Carell. Yeah, Michael Scott. He's he is like the the head of the uh, the Space Force. This is a kind of a spoof on the Donald Trump, uh, you know, Space Force type of thing. So, uh, that'll be next. That'll be dropping next week. So let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week, sponsored in part by our friends at wrestling prowrestlingtees.com. This is Owen versus Brett in an Iron Man match. I didn't even know this existed. It's like a it's like a deep cut. Who sent you this, Marco? Yeah, so I do um, have the. I started watching it. Yeah, you have to watch it with the um. You have to watch it with the sound off because the sound quality is like awful. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not really that great. It's a it's a fan cam video, but so apparently it was at a house show at uh, at the Nassau Coliseum in Long Island um, in 1994. Um, so so. The story is, I guess they used to do this a lot, Brett and Owen, back in the day. They would just do marathon matches. Marathon match, yeah, it wasn't called Iron Man. But it's technically an Iron Man match. It's an hour long. Um, So basically, yeah, before uh, Shawn Michaels had that boyhood dream against Bret Hart, Owen and Brett were just doing it willy-nilly on the the road, just throwing down 60-minute bangers. Uh, But yeah, it's on YouTube. I put the uh, video up. Um, It was uh, posted by Chris Matthews. He's He's a uh, fully fan member, so shout out to him for bringing that to our attention. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's a it's a brawl inside the ring, outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Owens the the heel in the match, so he's doing all heelish type of things and playing to the crowd and everything. It's re- it's really good. Um, dare I say better than the WrestleMania sixty minute Iron Man match? I don't know. 
Mm. You be the judge. Just watch it mm-hmm. and see what happens. But when you put two brothers together that know each other's move sets, magic. It's magic. Yeah. So definitely check that out if you get if you have an hour to spare, which you do because it's you know quarantine. So yeah, this is nothing better to do. This is from July <laughs> July nineteen ninety four. This is even before they even like had the, yeah had the split, yeah kicked right? off. The, yeah. Bret Hart is the Renaissance man. Ladder matches, Iron Man matches. When you yeah. guys gonna learn that King best of the Ring, is, yeah, yeah, King of the Ring, best yeah. ever is, best ever was, and best ever will be is a true statement. You don't, you, don't, you're preaching to the choir, my friend. <laughs> you are, you I'm, are. We're all nerds. Okay, here. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There was something pretty cool that came across my uh, my purview this over the last couple hours here. It's a pod. I don't know. If it's a podcast. It's a ner- nerds in a bar. It's an Instagram account. Nerds in a bar. Uh, they do an, a YouTube like kind of chat with about anything nerdy, not just wrestling figures. But they had like a roundtable, like hour long chat with Jeremy Padauer, who's doing the AW figures. You know, he he was with oh, Jack, yeah, yeah. Jacks for a long time, and uh, a bunch of the people from Wicked Cool Toys, and also John from the the president of Ringside. This is a pretty cool video, so uh, definitely check it out. It's Nerds in a Bar. And I think every week they do a different kind of like uh, pop culture-y type of thing. Uh, they're doing wrestling here, so wrestling figures. So check it out, Nerds in a Bar on Instagram. It's a pretty cool video. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, Sheena and Marco, uh, we are going to watch uh, Double or Nothing this weekend. You guys, you guys going to watch? I'm not. I'm not going to watch, but I'll, I'll uh, comment. <laughs> We'll be in our Discord chat. We, we use a Discord. <laughs> we use the Discord app on our iPhones, and uh, we chat during pay per views. So uh, I'll be in there. I'm gonna try to find a little free a free ski uh, link because I'm not paying fifty bucks for a pay per view. That's not that's not uh, what's happened in my life these days. Um, but uh, I'm excited about it. I want to see what's gonna happen. We'll be chatting with everybody on Discord, and uh, next week hopefully we will get into uh, our results from Double or Nothing. Have some wrestling figure news to report. Marco's possibly winning his first ever prediction championship. Marco's Marco's going to lose his first uh, debut match. <laughs> he's, he's jobbing out to me. I still have the yeah. title. If I if I keep winning, I might do one of those uh, Shawn Michaels like poses where I just have the belt like over my crotch. You know, don't you don't want that. You do not want that. Um, Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate everybody who's given the uh, five-star reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much. We're trying to hit 300 by the end of the year. So uh, grab your girlfriend, grab your wife, grab your coworker's phone. Uh, give us a nice five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. And uh, Marco, Sheena, anything else before we get out of here? No, man. I hope you guys have an awesome week. And, yeah, can't wait to watch some wrestling this weekend. Uh, bars are closed, restaurants are closed, but be careful. If you need to go somewhere, call Uber, call a friend to drive you around. Do not, uh, do not drive drunk or impaired, please. And, uh, if you're in the Baltimore area, call me, I'll, I'll pick your ass up and we'll talk wrestling <laughs> and, uh, we'll, we'll have fun. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Chickfolyshow.com is the best way to support us. Patreon starts at a dollar per month. We will be back here next week talking wrestling and wrestling figures with you guys and uh have fun stay classy and we will talk to you soon see you